why after all these episodes that I've listened to, I don't know nothing about you? Right. Like he pees his pants. He's wearing grey pants and they just suddenly, like just all this water starts coming down the side of his leg. Please get degrees, you know? That's the last <laughs> uh, Some of us get A's. Anyway, so I want my holidays today. I actually wanted them yesterday. I don't want to work. I'm low-key scared of making new guy friends because I end up always liking them. Mr. Chief, yeah. I laughed the loudest at the joke even though I didn't say it, right? <laughs> A, have you guys gone to therapy? And B, why haven't you? <laughs> Yeah. Greatest show on earth, baby. Yeah. Yeah. Yo, what's up, what's up, welcome back to another episode of the Disruption Podcast. Hello. Ew, what was that? <laughs> episode 186. Because I was going to say dummy again, but I was like, I can't do that two weeks in a row because we actually do like our listeners. Make sure you like, comment, subscribe. Mm-hmm. Hey, congratulations to us. We're at 1,000. Do we make it? Yes. Not yet. No, he's a liar. Well, by yeah, the time this comes yes, out, we are. Ah, okay. That's we wishful thinking. That's, so that's so very wishful yeah. I was so excited. Yeah. <laughs> this guy. But it's Noor the Bag Daddy. It's Chief of Soji in the building, baby. It's your girl, Mo Easy. He's a prince. What's uh-huh. happening? Uh-huh. And we're joined by a special guest. This actually might end up being one of our favorite episodes. Mm. I can feel it Very already. I can feel it too. Yeah. Yeah. He's sucking up. I'm still racist. It's been good energy so far. You know what I mean? We've got two years from Paula Practice. Paula or Paula? Paula. Paula. P-O-L-A. Yeah. Paula Practice. Yeah. Yes. Wow, it's welcome. your favorite therapist, Tigus? Yeah. Mm, what is happening? Your, your problematic that, therapist? Like no, 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 no. I was just, I was trying to go on the flow with you guys. That could be your, your line, though. Your favorite yeah. therapist? Yeah. But the thing yeah. is, there's yeah. 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 ter- therapists. I'll get, yeah, I'll get feedback and stuff and people like, actually, I don't like you. It's inviting. Who said you're my favorite? Was there an election? Problematic is interesting. Why you say problematic therapist? Did I say that? Yeah. I, I swear you did. I actually don't remember that. Should we go deeper? For, should I, we, should I think we, we should delve into continue that. Continue on. Oh. <laughs> I swear I heard that. I'm not tripping Wait, out. You don't remember? So Alzheimer's. <laughs> yeah, I just. This is that. exciting, though. That's mad. You're excited for a therapist nah, to be so on the podcast? I, yeah. Why? No, it's different. Because okay, How? this is what it is. Because <laughs> most of our guests are artists. Okay, there's that. <laughs> not intellectuals. Not intellectuals. What's wrong with that? No, that's I'm also what? not part of the intellectual group. <laughs> 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 I, don't, I don't know who you're talking to. <laughs> <laughs> do, you, do, you, do you have a degree? <laughs> <laughs> Miles ahead, mate. Uh, wow, well, I, I do not endorse the views. Of yeah, okay, yes, 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 of course. I'm not going to lie, I had a completely different, different idea of what you know, therapists, therapists would be like. Yeah, That's what I'm saying. Okay. Because even today, because we had a workshop, and yeah, we have someone that's really following us, you know, really supports us, love the oh, podcast. Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah. And she's like, oh my gosh, guys. Because you know, she knows that we record every Monday after yep. the workshop, yep. right? She's like, oh my gosh, guys, I'm so excited. Are you guys recording tonight? I said, yeah. And it's like, oh, guess. I was like, yeah. Who? I said, a therapist. She goes, ah. Oh. <laughs> wow. It's <laughs> a bit embarrassing. Right? Lowest views therapist. ever. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, but now it's like the energy. Yeah. yeah. She's going to like this. Yeah. She she's going to like wow. this. Wow. Well, that We're going to make really sure she has fun listening to this episode anyway, because I have a very important question to ask oh, everyone. Man. Ask away, man. But no, guys, let's so just stressed. brace yourselves, because the last time he started with this whole oh, rainbow, <laughs> <laughs> shaving bum cheeks, all right? Okay. <laughs> we know the energy. <laughs> we get arrested every season, bro. And who here doesn't shave their no bum cheeks? No one's taking us seriously. A lot of population. I actually brought some um, gifts. Oh, right. Yeah. Some uh, Gillette. Just okay, for <laughs> As someone who's familiar with yeah, 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 there we go, there we go. <laughs> I mean, so, all right, I want to make sure I word this properly. All right. Are you guys finishing the shit if you shot? Like, if you sh- if you were just, you know, let's say you're 
walking home. <laughs> Paint a picture. I want the story. Yeah, I, right. I, want, I, want to be, I want to be fully in right. there. Okay, right. go. You, go. you don't want to be in there. No, no. <laughs> I, I know that for I sure. I want to be part of the storyline. So right. go. I'm walking down the street, yeah? yeah. And then right. No, you're not. you've just come out of Coles. Yeah, yeah. And you know, yo, I need to go for number two so badly. Yeah. And then you walk, you're walking to your car. And you're like, it's a five minute drive to my home. I'm just going to hold because obviously I don't use public toilets. Yep. On your walk to your car, you're like, oh shoot, a fart. You fart. Mm. Oh no. It's not a fart, it's a shart. Bit comes out. Damn. Oh. Are you just going to finish the poo right there? In the panties. In the pants. Nah, come gracious. on. In the middle of Coles. Like at that point. Was this before or after I shopped? <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you're on the way out right okay. so you're effectively seven minutes from home right yeah but like you've already pooped your pants Damn. like hey, would you but not really would no nah, but stuff has come out but no, what like, part say, of the not really was <laughs> yeah no, like, like, no 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 because there is a not really yeah no 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 as in like it's more than just a liquid fart yeah, yeah it's yeah. like there's like, actual poo has come out but yeah. you do know there's a bit of distance between like the 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 cheek you get yeah like it, yeah. it's not just bumhole underpants yeah. like i feel like if, if you're aware that something happened it's, yeah. it's past the yeah the cheeks yeah yeah exactly it's gotten into the women you know so you felt it and now it's there you've had to ruin the pants like you have to exactly yeah it has to be at that level of stress because i was thinking about right like i think instinctively the the mind goes yep don't finish it of yes. course. Right? You That's what your you mindset is. Yeah. But what's the point? Oh. What do you mean, what's the what's point? The point? Bro, you so already you got to do the pack on your pants. It's coming down your leg. Yeah, but it's like so the, it's it? amount of embarrassment you want to have publicly. Right. And discomfort <laughs> in the car yeah, on yeah. the way home, too. Yeah, yeah. 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 I, as a previous, you know. Kaka? Yeah. <laughs> as a previous kaka pants, I already explained it when yeah. I was doing hurdles in year 12. I said it. Oh, wow. Which episode number was this? I was doing hurdles, it was yeah. year 12, a oh situation went down and it was definitely not a fart. I think it was also a model of more of like a, a reflex it's situation. When your body's moving? No, yeah. it was also because my like my knee hit the hurdle. So that just sent... Wait, <laughs> <freaking> <laughs> <loser>. <laughs> Is that why you quit? Because you, you can't... Work you can't. The same <laughs> so did no, your coach tell you that you have to jump the hurdle, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I didn't get that part down. But the knee hit the hurdle and that sent... You know how the, the doctors do the knee thing to yeah, check yeah. your reflexes? Yeah. Yeah. That completely relaxed everything. <laughs> the reflexes shit. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, so yeah, I felt to do the cuts. Bro, the underpants in the bin, everything had to finish yeah. the situation oh, yeah, in the yeah, toilet. Yeah, yeah. So, so how do you go clubbing? <laughs> I mean, I'm not doing hurdles. Yes, if you're in the club and someone bumps up your knee, you're like, oh, oh yeah. No. <laughs> this is not a common experience. This is a one-time isolated situation, everybody. Are you sure? Okay? I just, this is an isolated uh, situation. Right, everywhere we go, oh, guys, i got to go home. Watch my knees. <laughs> right. Right, oh, no one can tell me any good jokes. If I slap my knee, right, I'm like, hey. But um, yeah, but I had to go and, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Mm. Secure the, the rest of the bag. Imagine if you finished right there. Mm. On the hurdles? No the way. Hurdles? Yeah. Well, he would have given everyone something to jump over. So, Damn. You know? Facts. <laughs> it turns into steeplechase now. <laughs> Motivation. Yeah. So, um, yeah, yeah. So, I, I don't think I'm completing the situation, please. Yeah. No maybe. Way. Maybe depends. Because in that one, you're nowhere near home. Right. Yeah. I'm pulling up in the bush. You're gonna bro. rush home. Now. So, what's your logic? Your logic is that uh, it's not my I've, logic. I've started. <laughs> I, I, I'm, still, I'm, still, I'm still saying I wouldn't do it, right? Then like, what, then what's in, your case? <laughs> no, in my mind, I'm like, why wouldn't we? Because like you've already 
the only Gone reason not because it wasn't a choice, right? So it wasn't. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It wasn't yeah. You're like, you know, what I'm gonna do in between. Collection Aldi. I'm gonna help. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like our own body betrayed us. Yeah. That's yeah. what it was. Your survival yeah. instincts yeah. come out. You're like, I have yeah. to fight, flight, freeze. That's what I'm saying. And it freeze is the main bit, one. A little bit of fake death. Like I just <laughs> dissociate a little bit. <laughs> just get out of there. Yeah, hundred percent. And then as your friend, I'll follow your trail. I'll be like, <laughs> trail. <laughs> <laughs> Where's more? Just follow the mugs. Yeah, <laughs> I pray I never encounter some bush. Genuinely, I hope I never encounter a situation like that. Because oh, it's peak stress. It's peak stress. Oh, it's no. ugly. It's very yeah. ugly. But that's like peeing. If you pee yourself a little, are you going to continue that, to pee? That, that no, seems a little bit more... really hold it so Sometimes much. No, not even that. Though. Sometimes can you let actually that can't. Happen. So, like, you know, in times not of... Not if you're the president of South Sudan. Wait, whatever. Oh, you guys didn't see the video? No. I'm... Wait, sorry, I thought you were gonna say Does that. Everyone not know about this? <laughs> like, what happened here? They were at like some formal thing. This is months ago. And he liked, <laughs> it's not funny, but it's funny. He's he's old and getting like yeah, I think yeah. he's not well, right? Right. And like he pees his pants. He's wearing grey pants, and they just suddenly oh. like just all this water starts coming down the side of his leg. Oh, and then whoever released the video, I'm pretty sure they ended up like killing them or something. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, the journalists like that, that went zoom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> because it was like it's a roller coaster journey. Zoom. I started giggling, I felt bad for giggling. Yeah, and then all of a sudden. <laughs> Wait, how do you guys not know this? This video has gone viral so many times. I haven't seen it. We like to protect our peace and protect our elders. I don't like to see my elders in these situations. How's it music? news? Yeah, you guys are clearly not very committed to the cause. Yeah. Sorry, yeah, sorry, lad. They just live the life, that's all. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> wow. That's not committed enough. <laughs> I, know, <yeah. laughs> I just am South Sudanese. <laughs> but um, yeah, thank you, Noah, for the um, deep dive yeah. into what happened. In, what were you thinking about this, bro? No, I, I generally heard the same question on um, Brilliant Idiots, and uh, I was like, oh, this is, it, just, it killed me. The way, like, the way I was laughing at that concept, bro. This guy's a man. Well, can I add my two cents, right? Yeah, so, like... In times of distress and stress and all that kind of stuff, people can literally like poo themselves or piss themselves because the way your body like responds to distress is that like it releases all the, th uh, it focuses on the things that are important. And just, and well, yeah, piss your pants <laughs> because your body goes into fight flight mode. And sometimes like it's like about being as. Uh, <laughs> as agile as, as possible, lightweight as possible, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, that, and those yeah. two kilos of pee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a big difference. <laughs> oh, man. A big difference. Now I could run really fast because yeah. right, 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 I bet right. you the next day that you ran and did those hurdles, you got over them. Yeah, no, nah, no, nah, I gave up. I got, <laughs> <Now>? <laughs> gave up on the career then and there. That's what it was done. But right, okay. That's, mm, mm, mm. Yeah. I was also gonna say in line with that, we never did our, our um, yeah, yeah. Report. I did want to talk about our report because we tracked our um, dukes for a month. We. We being me and Daniel. No, they, they actually do. You guys do what I mean? Of course. I don't yeah. believe you guys. So we tracked our dudes for a month. level of enmeshment in this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> what? What's enmeshment? Yeah, yeah, that's a good word. Good word. I wanted to laugh. Very good <laughs> word. I didn't get it. <laughs> I actually heard a completely <laughs> different the, word and then the you repeated it. Level of said, codependency <laughs> that's existing here. How you know, completely. What's oh. that word? Level. Huh? <laughs> you know what you've got? You've got a phone right next to you uh, no, yeah, that has Google. Google, right? So uh, just like you Google this doo-doo uh, yeah. conversation. But yeah, no, we're tracking it for a month we're pretty much. We're trying to go through that now? No, no, no. no we have, no, to, no, we no, have no. to collate it, make graphs, That's a so analyze it. Yeah, yeah. Sure. So we actually have to analyze the, the data from it. And we also don't want you to sit We don't back. want to bother guess with our crap. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> what should we be like? Let me guess which shade of crap this is. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you definitely, yeah. Oh, no, we took those details down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's an in-depth report. I love that. Like the... The commitments the to the mission, right? right? Like it's yeah. just also like. That's what I'm saying. Mm. 
But um, there's a lot on the on the tables though yeah, today. Um, in terms of what we shall be diving into, isn't it? Right? Yeah. Mm. I think um, you've got some interesting takes definitely on some certain things as well. We've also got some angles um, of, of different mm. things that we've been looking at throughout the week. Um, so I mean, I may as well, as well just jump into this. Yeah. It, right? I feel like there will be a lot of celebrity talk on this episode. Right just because like. Last week, I admitted that I enjoy listening to problematic celebrities, artists, musicians. Yes. I do enjoy R. Kelly's music a lot. And he said it again with chest. I do enjoy Chris Brown's music a lot. Who else? You know you don't have to do I like some Tory Lanez. You don't have to do it. You just want to open up a list of everyone that... Uh, Oh, (laughs) and and then this is the thing. Like, all those guys are problematic. Uh, Maybe I view them as more problematic because it's towards women. But then I was like, oh, shoot, all my other art- favorite artists are criminals as well, like in terms of drug dealing and oh, okay, all yeah. this kind of stuff, right? Mm. And so I'm yeah. like, oh, like, there's a trend. What is that? <laughs> there's yeah, a trend like, there. Why do these people make the best It's music? like the selective outrage, yeah? Yeah. 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 See how you got caught out this time, right? Wait, what's selective outrage? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, yeah, 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 yeah. I was actually, I was actually on your side. Like, yeah. I was saying that, like, like if I was to open up like a hip hop playlist or yeah. like on a, your iPhone or like anyone. <laughs> yeah, there we go. <laughs> if I was to open up Spotify yeah. or something like that and see a lot of these artists, especially yeah. male artists, yeah. have a history, mm. and why am I more mad at this person because you know is he on the news right now when? Mm. Like R. That's Kelly cool. right now is so quote unquote yeah. cancelled, right? <laughs> but he was still doing what he, the madness that he was right. doing 10, 15 years ago yeah. at his peak. peak yeah. And yeah. He, he wasn't. He was still getting features like even Fe- six, seven years ago. Like yeah. he was so on that Justin Bieber's Journals album. I only yes. realized that the other day. Oh, yeah. PYD. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I saw yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow. I completely forgot R. Kelly yeah. was on that tune. Yeah. 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 So I think there's a, a level of like we pick and choose who we want to. Who we want to. Um, mm. And it's also kind of like my opinion on this is that like I think it's such a personal thing, right? So mm. I, I'm gonna out myself here. Okay. I, I'm not I'm not really listening to R. Kelly, even though he was the guy that I went mm. to to listen to the music, right? Mm. Like I was like, same girl was my yeah. I, both Seriously. both sides, right? Seriously. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. It, it was, and yeah. Michael Jackson, another example, right? Oh, yeah. um, but individually, I found like the artist versus the work that they're doing, I, it, I, it got to a point for me where I was like, I just can't listen to this person. Yeah. That's an individual choice. Mm. Um, so I think there's a th- there's things that people choose to do individually yeah. and then there's like a collective conscious of what people do. Yeah. And that collectively, there's it, I, I think that it gets to a, a, a point in the, in the wider society where they've done so much yeah. or like it's, it's right. so notorious. It's gotten to like, Multiple documentaries and all yeah, that kind, right, which right, means right. that they've got they've had to do a lot of stuff yeah. for it to get yeah. to that yeah. point. Trey songs, right? Who, who do you have on that list? Who, who's on your list there? Our so yeah. I said to I'm still Loki. Like I hate that I listen to Chris Brown privately, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it did things for me in 2009. Yeah, serious. He's got a chokehold on you. <laughs> oh, He's a serious man. guy. Oh, we can't laugh at that. Camera's on me. The camera's on me. But yes, uh, there's some serious tunes yeah. in there. And I think sure. it depends on like what it brings up for you. Mm. Yeah. And mm. I think like the Michael Jackson, R. Kelly stuff for me is too much. Mm. Facts. Facts. Mm. Oh, Michael Jackson. I was going to go down this collective consciousness thing, yeah? Yeah. Like, how do you understand if you truly believe the things that you're like, you know what I mean? Like there's stuff that we just, it comes to our mind, like because a lot of people are talking about it 
and we feel like we should be outraged about certain things, and so mm. we do, we are. Mm. We, we post, we talk about it, it consumes conversations. I would like to say maybe truly, inherently, we actually are about these things. Mm. But then when phases die down or life gets busy and we're not actually talking about these things anymore, mm. how do we actually, in those moments, like be able to like decide, am I truly feeling this, or is this literally just because everyone else mm. is making noise about it right now? Like, can we even dis- can we even distinguish between those those two things? Like, does it come from the same place ultimately? You know what I mean? Yes, I think like you can distinguish. I think if you're if you're doing, I think the reasons for why you're doing something is really important. Mm. If I'm sharing this political issue because you shared it, mm. um, and not because I care about it, that's fine. But I should know why the, the intentionality behind the why I'm doing. And I think the collective conscious thing. I think. Yes, people do follow others, but it often that's how movements start, right? It starts yeah. from like someone who wasn't involved um, finding out by someone else who was involved. Mm-hmm. And I think I realise what I really care about something is <coughs> when the proximity from the issue it gets further and further away. So if and I'm you still... You really care about it. Yeah, so, the, okay. so let's say the issue was right. a hot topic in 2019, right? Like George Floyd 2020, be yeah, a big yeah, deal. Yeah. If I only did that little black square then and then walked away from and never did it again then was it just a proximity thing and and then what's my intentions around doing that whereas you know three years four years later if i'm still caring about it i'm still engaged with it then that's probably because i care about it yeah what about at the time though yeah how do you know at the time like let's say 2020 yep how do you know at that time that this I actually really care about it like you there's i'm saying at that moment there's actually probably no way to be able to distinguish those feelings right between uh, uh, are you talking about like a public thing, like a big controversial thing? Yeah, 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 thing? big, big, big like major. No, yeah. internally, like you yo, yeah. am I just performing here, or? I mean, people just aren't like, honest with themselves. But now I'm sure the because there stands. are people that are performing, but they feel like they're generally like. But they they know though. Yeah, if you're performing, nah, you're performing. Nah, you know they, it. But they know, they know. You know what I mean? You know what? Yeah, maybe because I'm looking at a movie perspective, and I'm just thinking about you know, like there's certain certain demographics, right, that will be performing of certain things, right. In, in movie context, yeah, and it, they're saying all the right things and they use the certain tones and just really, you know, just really like, yeah, this thing moving me, it fuels me. And I'm like, I feel like in their mind they've deluded themselves to believe that they actually probably care about these things. I think there's a few things that you can measure. So you can talk about the thing that they're, they're saying. You can look at their behaviour, look at if they're being accountable. So the person who says, hey, I'm sorry, I made that offensive thing to women. <laughs> <laughs> And like, am I doing it again? Am I doing it? Am I doing it again? In one, it was a side head. I was side like, head, I want everyone to know who yeah, I'm looking yeah, at. Yeah. Just wow. yeah. So accountabilities <laughs> and them things. Yeah. yeah so you're looking at like, okay, so let's say that I think you're talking about the public apologies, the 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 you know saying the politically correct thing right, at the, all that, at the yeah, right time. Yeah, so yeah. we all know how to finesse woke language or we mm. because it's become it was a thing that communities created to create accountability and often marginalized communities created to have language for what they're going through right and then it comes into the bigger sphere and then you know anytime that something is for everyone it means that people can like use that language and kind of use it against themselves or, or manipulate it to a particular yeah, right. way. So, they, okay, okay, you know the language, you're saying the right thing, you've got the little black square for George Floyd. Okay, then what are you doing after that? Um, how are you keeping yourself accountable <coughs> if you're being called out? How are you, how, 
are you what are the other actions that you're doing afterwards I think those and then what are the conversations that you're having are you paying the rent are you what what are you doing for a second I was like wait what rent are we talking about I was going to say what's actually tough or what's actually hard to measure is the fact that there's an issue that happens and then before you can even deep it there's another issue that comes up again mm. right and then another one Right, so it's almost like if you care, you know what I mean. Where it's like, okay, cool, I'm trying to deal with this, and then now next thing you know, you're dealing with another issue that you're passionate about because the world just keeps moving, right? And then there's another one that pops up again. So ultimately, it's gonna be hard to actually know if you actually truly care about it because now I've been trying to deal with about four or five different problems. You know what I mean? There's the whole thing of like how many things can I care yeah, about that? Black yeah. Lives Matter just popped yeah. up, but then yeah. I'm pretty sure there's like four other social issues that happen after that as 100%. well, right? So then Everywhere. now, yeah, we, we try to care, and then we, we jump on this, and then we jump on that. Yeah. It's really hard to do at the, the end. The level of engagement can be different for each issue oh, as yeah, well, right? Yeah. So some things it's going to be a quick share on the storyline and that's it. Like 24 hours later, it's gone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's in my head. I'm, I've stopped thinking about it, right? But other things, you might be on the forefront, on the ground. 100%. You might, so you, you're, you're also allowed to do that. Yeah. Because there's also people who are going through and there's people that want to support people that's going through. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like example, Black Lives Matter situation, just to go back to it real quick, is like, I might be going through it, right? Because I'm yeah. black, right? Yeah. My friend over there, that might not be black, but they want to support me, yeah. right? So they might share, yeah, yeah. right? But then ultimately, I have to deal with it. You know what I mean? But they're just there to kind of I would support. say the, the ally should be doing more work than the person <coughs> who's going through it. In that specific scenario. Just stop Carlos, man. Just take, take, take it easy, bro. <laughs> really? I, was, I have not seen that, though. You know what hmm. I mean? I was going to say that, like, yeah, like, who... I agree. Yeah. I agree to an extent, but it's also like who are we to also like dictate and tell people. Like, if the ally wants to post, if they did the black screen, you know, on their store on their um page, and then that's all that they've done. I'm like, if that's what they choose to do, go ahead, my friend. You know, that should that's yeah. fine. That's fine for you. If you feel like that's you playing your part, that's cool. But it's also like I understand in terms of like, okay, you just doing that isn't enough. You know, that's just you joining the crowd. That's just you kind of like, okay, saying, yep, that's it. You know, look at me. I've joined the, you know, the movement. I'm, I'm part of it and stuff. So I get that there is a deeper, but I'm also like, yeah, if someone, if that's the part that someone wants to play and that's it, then. Just say it with your chest. I'm though. cool, yeah. Say it with yeah, your chest. Yeah. I'm just putting this square right now because <laughs> I was a bit in my feelings. The, the video went for 13 <laughs> minutes. It was really hard to watch. And everyone else did it. So you know what? I'm going to put it up there. And that's it. And then tomorrow, that's it. I'm going to go back to my Zoom. Mm. And I'm going to Netflix and chill, right? But just say it with your chest. Yeah. And I think I think communities can also understand that mm. and be like, okay, yep, you, you know, your level of engagement with something, even though I'm asking you to do more, which, you know, you should be doing more, but if you just say it with your chest, and I think a lot more people are able to understand that than them come up to you and be like, I care about the cause so much. <coughs> oh, my God. I, your life must be so hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And mm. then and then just be disingenuous. Yeah. But as the thing. We, like, level of engagement, we look at that through social media, right? Mm. But then behind the scenes, they could actually be doing a lot more as well. Like, in terms of conversations with other people, right? They could be educating other people, but we never get to see that because we're... Never was like, okay, cool. She hasn't posted anything on social media, so she don't really care. But I don't actually know what you're actually doing behind the scenes. The conversation you're having with people, you know what I mean? So you only the question is, are you only measuring people's connection to it through social media? Because yes, yes. when I said allyship and when I saying accountability, I'm talking about to In me general. also outside, yeah, which yeah. sometimes and the majority of the time is actually more important. hundred percent. Like yeah. you, you paying the rent or you, you engaging with the community in a way that's they're saying, look. 
I don't want the share on, you know, the socials. I, what I would rather you do is rock up to this thing or, you know, put money here or do this tangible thing. Uh, to me, mm. the private stuff is the most important stuff because that's the stuff to me that shows real. it's real yeah. and it can make <coughs> so much more difference. And like, yes, you can share, yeah. but like a thousand people sharing one post could be just as good as one person sharing a thousand dollars. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. And I think that's the problem is the fact that we like, of the time is that we go based on social media engagement rather than what you actually do in your private life as well. Because I've seen that when the whole situation was going on, I'm just like, you can't really judge that person based on what they're doing with social media because they're doing nothing. But mm. behind the scenes, we don't know what they're doing. Mm. Do you mm. know what I mean? But it's interesting though. Mm. You know what I wanted to run it back to? You said something very interesting about the, um, uh, it's not labels. It was, uh, I think you said the accountable words and stuff like mm -hmm. that, or the, the 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 phrase that we bring up for like accountability and that, right? Mm -hmm. I've actually always thought of that whole movement work. Yeah, that was all we're talking about. Yeah. I've always thought about that whole movement coming from an inverse, um, the d opposite direction. That a lot of these things were brought up, um, you know, these phrases, these statements, these work sayings were brought up by the wider group, and that language was then adopted by the the um, the mi minority communities. Because in my yeah. mind, I was like, oh. The way that it seems like it's been framed is like um, people are just trying to navigate around tricky situation and, and pretty much um, like virtue signal. And mm. therefore, all of these phrases and words, work language was brought up from a wider group and put into the mi uh, minority. Mm. But you're saying that it's more like a minority utilizing um, words to articulate mm -hmm. what they're going through. And then that is um, to be able to hold other people accountable. And then yep. when it gets adopted, then it starts to look a little bit more fake. Exactly so. right. All right. So that's interesting. Yeah. I, I'm so like all this like all the stuff when it comes to like labels. Language is weaponized, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. When it comes to like when it comes to like labels and everything that we um that we use, I'm like, I'm like, do we shoot ourselves in the foot whenever we talk about or use the these far certain right words? Has, like lab like has weaponized language that like small minority groups in pockets of the world started. Like being woke was started by communities that were like, I feel like people are sleeping on these issues right. that I'm going through. And now it's like the woke media has been, a, and it's like, what? Like how, or like cancel culture. Like, but like, what do you also say that the far left has also weaponized the same, like the opposite terms? It's like yes, oh, liberal. Oh, sorry. Uh, what's it called? Conservative. As if like, that's the worst thing someone could be. Yeah. You know what I mean? Go. Like as Explain in more. someone having certain conservative values is not the worst thing in the world. But if you label someone as a conservative, you've instantly popped them in that whole box of they're against this, against that, against this, hate these kind of people, blah, blah. But it's like maybe they're just not big on certain rights. <laughs> no, no, not even. I was waiting for you. No, they're no, just no. not big oh, on women's rights. Like let's say they're not big on kids learning about sexual stuff too soon. Okay. Right? Mm-hmm. I would say that's a conservative person. Mm-hmm. Fair? Mm-hmm. But they, maybe that's the topic that they're conservative on. But then you put them as conservative, you've chucked them, you've chucked a oh, label on them, right, whatever. Right, right, so right, right, right. I, in my mind, honestly, I'm a middle person for most things. <laughs> You're moderate? I'm, yeah. yeah like mid, I them, Some things mid. I'll be, I'll lean this way, some things I'll lean that way, whatever, yeah? But I honestly, I don't know. Yeah, I think, yeah, the far right, yeah, has used things like woke and whatnot as a, almost as a, um, I, okay, I actually think this is what it is. I think both sides do this well. They'll take a term that the other side holds to like as a endearing thing mm -hmm. and make it look like a low IQ thing. 
So if the right calls you woke, they're basically saying you're stupid. And if the left calls you conservative or another term like that, just because I can't think of any Calling other term. Calling you a bigot. Right? Yeah. Or, or bigot. Yeah, that's a good one as well. It's like, that's also a low IQ thing. So I don't, for me, I don't know. All Both sides are just as... See, this both sides yeah. thing is what I don't sit with, right? Mm. I think what we end up doing is we compare things that are grossly incomparable in terms of the impact it has on the community. Okay. So you saying that someone is calling someone's views as conservative, which when you said that thing, I was like, Seriously. oh, look, I can, I can see it as being conservative. But I also think if I'm taking a more um, realistic approach, people are conservative around certain issues and mm. people are a little bit more progressive mm. around other issues 100%. because those both of those terms mean essentially human. nothing just really like, it's, just, it's just like a spectrum of like where you sit on right. something right and then and then we attach the identity on those terms yep. right yep. so some someone who's progressive for me might be different to someone who's progressive for you yeah or what is progressive in a particular area might not be progressive in another area yeah and i think um, what happens a lot is that sometimes this idea of like oh the far left us uh or those who are progressive, or how, if that's how they label themselves, are so extreme, and they they equate you equate them to the extreme extremism that's on the far right, which is literally killing people. Yeah, right. And and I and and to me, I go like, oh which no, let's let's worse, let's right? not equate them as the same because they're not, and yeah. that's an argument that people often in the far right use as a distraction around the topic, right? So I I think that's and and. Uh, coming from an ethnic background, I'm like, okay, I need to weigh the odds, like the both of these as well, mm. what's going on. I, I think it's a little bit more nuanced. I think politics is very, very nuanced. And anytime I go into a topic, I don't want to ever go into a topic black and white because that's not how, as a therapist, I know that's not how life is. Yeah. I know I know that someone who's both a victim can be a perpetrator, right? Like, so I, and even that those language is not the, the language that we should be using or uh, victim survivors, right? So, like, I think I know from an individual experience, but also in the work that I do, that there's there's so much more grey than there is black and white. Mm. 100%. So, that, so I go into it thinking like that. Whereas I think <coughs> it's so much more easier for a particular type of argument on both sides to to be like, no, 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 it's just black and white. This it's either you love the environment and you only eat grass, <laughs> 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 or you hate the environment. Yeah, no, yeah, I actually yeah. not really like that. It's actually a lot, but there's a lot more intersections to that. So that's that's my yeah. view, no, which I mean, is which is a safe view to have, but also like what keeps me. It gives more homework to me. I have to have the homework to look at things in a little bit more critical way. But you know what's funny with this safe view thing, like. Doesn't that just also now just equal to a That's safe? Not to a safe world. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. Right? Like, a lot of the time, we're actually are doing a lot of this. I think there's principled things in life. I'm never going to act like there's no principles that we should have and things that we should hold mm -hmm. towards. Like, this is, no, this is how, uh, you know, this is... Which is based on your values. You know what I mean? And, but, like, yeah. this is constructive for society. Like, certain <laughs> principles and things like that. Such as? <laughs> Obviously, don't kill people, right? Yeah. Do not kill people or something like mm. that. Don't, don't murder, sorry. You yeah. know, cold blooded murder kind of yeah. vibes. Like, so, do you believe in the death penalty? I actually don't. Oh. I said I don't. Yeah. Mm. yeah like, I've always if said. If someone's going to attack you, would you, in self defense, kill someone? So, this is why I said murder. Mm. Right? So, murder has a different definition to way, wherever you go, right? So mm -hmm. the, the definition of murder in Victoria is going to be dif different to the definition yeah. of murder. Let's go in the US. mens rea, you know, just the straight up mens rea premeditated. <laughs> that aspect of things, you know what I mean? Properly. Just that. Just when you have said today, I'm going to do you this. You get me, <laughs> right? 
But all of them type of situations yeah. is, yeah. I mean, even even in that situation, I would like to think that hopefully there is a way that, you know what I mean? With me still being safe, that that person can be neutralized without them dying, isn't it? You know what I mean? Yeah. The pop pop kneecaps finished. You know whoa, what I'm whoa, saying? Whoa, whoa, <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> they might do a poop at the same time. <laughs> we didn't agree to that. <laughs> I was following this. All of a sudden, my kneecaps were gone. I was like, what did I do? What just happened? What just happened? Um, where was I going with this? Forgot what we started. For a safe world. You know what I mean? Yeah. I was like, yeah, that, that safe aspect like ultimately leads to having a safe world because you look at everything in terms of the context of the situation mm. and then you're able to actually like, I guess, assess how things should mm, be done. Mm, mm, mm. And I guess, but then where I'm going with it as well is like, when we've done this, this whole, just the labels, right? And in terms of like, there's a new safe phrase though that comes up or something or saying or whatever that comes up every kind of every quarter especially when you work in corporate environments like mm. you learn okay no actually we, we speak like this we say this this is new terms mm-hmm. xyz i said fam i can't keep up like i genuinely cannot it's actually, it's actually hard to keep up i genuinely about. can't keep up anymore <laughs> anymore in this world get your stamina right because you're gonna have to keep up but I'm like, what are we? What are, what are we creating ultimately? You know what I mean? Like that's why I brought a it back to the more inclusive society. You don't want people to feel included in the their workplace. You don't Damn, want people bro. to feel uh, well. I do. Okay, I do, yeah. it sounds but like sometimes you, I hear the tone that of sense. your voice sounds like you don't. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> the way you raised your voice sounds like. I love like this. Thank <laughs> you so much. But I, I want to explain this one, or I want I want you to explain this one. Wow. Because I want this to make sense for me. Okay. All right. I'll so there's this new term. Um, I don't know it. Because around all the sexualities, <laughs> right? Because you know, yep. minutes I'm making an edit. <laughs> I want to have a job after this. Right. Hey, don't worry. I, I say anything. She doesn't say anything silly. I say the silly things. All right. But this one, because this one didn't make sense to me practically. Like, I don't see how it can exist at the same time, right? So have you heard of a cupiosexual? No. Okay. So a cupios... Cu- sorry. <laughs> Hard word to say. Cupiosexual describes asexual people who mm-hmm. don't experience sexual attraction, okay? So they're asexual, don't mm-hmm. experience sexual attraction, but they still have the desire to engage in sexual behavior or a sexual relationship. Can I say again? So they're asexual and they don't experience sexual attraction, but they desire to engage in sexual behavior or a sexual relationship. Mm-hmm. Okay. So if you're asexual, it's basically saying that they they wish to have sex, even if they don't necessarily they enjoy it, it or yep. they would like it, which sounds like a lot of people's yeah. relationships. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! Because oh. I thought asexual doesn't <laughs> desire anything sexual. So so then how can they desire? I'm gonna rewind a little bit and, and and what I'm gonna say because I think we could go down this rabbit hole forever. Yeah, we can. Right? And you could literally pull up every single identity or every single subsection of no, sexuality. Some of makes, like, straight up sense. I just don't think you, you need to understand it. If it's not something that you experience. But then how could I support let, something? Let me I finish. Are you going to let me finish? Can I breathe? <laughs> Please. Okay, it's, my, it's my podcast. <laughs> you, and I'm the guest. Yeah, I mean. Do you not have well, manners? I told you. It's our are episode. You, are you're not, joining us. Are you not ethnic? Like, you, 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 you know what's funny? Both of them are making good points. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm the guest, so but it's my episode. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I come to your house. Ah, right, Please, go. let me. <laughs> Serve me first. Give me the drink. Hey, hey, let it cook. Let it cook. <laughs> I, I think that this is the way I experience mm. it, right? Is that I don't need to understand everything deeply. If, like, I don't, if, 
that is an experience that someone has mm. and they're able to label it and I don't have that experience, it's okay. Yes. Um, if someone, they've clearly gone out of their way and described what that mm. is. You compre- comprehending and understanding that is your job and if you want to, I'm sure there's someone of that identity who's Good doing a podcast and yeah. doing it on YouTube who's explaining it better, right? Yeah. But to me, it's as long, like my job is to know that that is someone's experience and, and they that's their how they wish to identify and how they wish they want to explain their experience. And that's it. Because just like myself as a black woman, I'm trying to explain, not that I'm comparing these two, but when I think of how I rationalise this, I go, okay, there are going to be people who don't have the same lived experience as me and they will never have it. But I want them to be able to empathise and understand that this is what I'm going through. You might never experience this. You might never be your lane. You might never get it. But I deserve the humanity in you at least knowing that there's a label for this and to respect it and that's it. And if all your job is to be like, mm, I don't know what that is, but do you boo? Mm. If that's if that's it, then, then there's no problems for you. Because it's, unless you're in a relationship with that person <laughs> and you're like, okay, so do you want to have sex with me or not? Because I'm so confused. <laughs> right? Then... What's it to you? Like, genuinely, like, if it's the only harm that happens to you is that you have to learn a new phrase. But the harm for the other person is that they have an experience that is completely silenced, that is completely not seen and has, like, an iceberg underneath the water, Mm. like, trauma attached to it or whatever attached to it. So, like, in the exchange of this, like... I really, I'm not struggling here mm. unless, you know, I'm HR and I'm trying to define, like, right. you know what I mean? So like, what's HR's it to me? trying to put out a new policy or something. <laughs> yeah. so you're willing to respect something that you don't understand. Fully. because But this person's okay. done the bare minimum, right? They've said, right. this is the name. This is how it defi- define it. And then I can go around, but actually, I want to know a little bit more about this. I'm going to go and because I want to engage in a particular way or whatever, I can, I can do that. The, the person's done their digital due diligence for me mm. and i feel like that's what you're referring to like oh, i have to update myself i have to w- no i don't even necessarily that it's just that i'm like this is a like it actually is never ending and it probably will never be ending and it's not supposed this is history yeah this yeah, is how history definitely. was at yeah. one stage someone be like so is that black man gonna be inside this building yeah, because yeah. i have to accept his humanity yeah. like wow you actually a human now you're not an animal <laughs> right okay all right so we're actually writing you into law okay and that at one time was wrong right so I, we're sitting on a point of history where change is happening and we're part of that change and i think given our age for us that's something that's difficult right it's like but I'm always the one that's on, I'm the one that's creating change. And now we're getting to a point, maybe in 10, 15 years time, you're going to be so used to mm. updating and change because that's what our parents had to do. That's what our grandparents had to do. And that's literally what history mm. progresses as. I feel like the rate of that cha- has it's changed, so has changed. Though. It's yeah. very rapid. Because compa- like we're talking like XYZ years to say, this person is not three-fifths of a man. This person is a whole individual. Like that, that kind of changing it's of mentalities, like took many, many years, yeah. right? But then I'm saying the rate at which things are, um, like for a human mind, just a, a human mind. In the mind, last ten years, we're probably right? done as much progressing of like a millennia. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like I'm like the human mind's uh-huh. ability to comprehend this much even change. Mm-hmm. I'm saying, is that even natural? Like you know what I'm saying? Yes, because we're doing it. 
but struggling evidently you know what i mean I like know, like people I, getting fired left right center literally <laughs> that's what i'm saying like we that's can't how people learn like and i won't say it again because i know yeah. i need a job so i'm gonna keep my thoughts to myself and hey child's not gonna have to deal with me and that's how change occurs because the other side of it is that trans people are like stage six of genocide right so like uh, the, the level of harm on the other side what's that stage like, like, in, what, how I'm many stages stage, are there? I don't know. I think there's nine. I don't know. I don't know. But the, the I don't even know the stages of genocide. I thought it was so like, the government wants to kill everyone. That's genocide. No, I think there's like a level of ratio that happens. Okay. And it, it's like ratio. a development. I th- somebody's done it, right? Someone's right. done the research. Right. But all I am to say is like the level of harm that is happening mm. to, for me, if me constantly yeah, no, changing. I know what you mean. If you just accept the fact that there's always going to be new phrases and terms and you're going to be okay with that. Like I think, I think conceptually like, my parents had to come to this country and had to completely learn everything brand new mm. from zero. Mm. Like new, like when I think of what my mom had to do when she came to Australia yeah. and what I'm complaining about at my workplace, yeah, I mean, it's, it's not like, cause she's also doing that now. We can, yeah. yeah, but like some of those things directly lead to like literally better quality of life. Right. You know what I'm saying? For, for your mom. Yeah. yeah? Because you actually have to become accustomed to the land yeah. that you're in, right? Like, understand the laws, understand how to navigate, to get food, et cetera, how to work. Like, that impacts your quality of life, right? But now a lot of rate of change is because it apparently impacts someone else's quality of life, right? And now you actually have to, you know what I'm saying? Like, reorient your understandings or your rate. Like, I'm just... I'm you don't think our parents had to do that themselves? You think smacking you their kids wasn't something that they had to... I'm not gonna lie. They did it at home properly. If we're honest with ourselves, though, is it the fact that there's always these new terms? Like, is that actually what the issue is? Where no, like, no one's talking about terms. Like, that's that? a, that's I'll, a, I'll say this right. Like, at the end of the day, subcategories. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like what? what's what's but what's but what's yeah, wrong no, with that? No one's mad. Yeah, why no why one's is there a thousand subcategories? What's wrong? Because I think for me. All these conversations all lead to the same like spring, right? right? Like in the root of yeah. it is is phobia, right? It's discrimination. It's discrimination. It's the fact that I, me changing this part of my, is I, I just don't want to do it, and I don't want to do it because of this thing yeah. right here, right? That's whether it's racism, whether it's you know, uh, ableism, or whatever the thing might be, it, it stems from there. And the distractionary topics is like oh, I have to change a word. Yeah. No, nah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like that's a that's a surface version of that. Like the mm-hmm. like that is just the action in terms of the like that 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 is um what do you call it? the action that is that represents the overall societal landscape. Yeah, I'm talking about the landscape of society in terms of like I wonder like I just wonder when because we definitely look back all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean history, and then we say. Ooh, Maybe X, Y, Z, maybe this, that. I'm just like, I wonder what point in history we go. You know what I mean? Like, just look and just try to understand. Well, trans people have been existing for a long time. Before, but I mean, that's one subset you, of what we're like kind of talking you know, about. But, but like, what I'm trying to say is like, I think, I think kind of what you're talking about is now we're at a stage where everyone's going through this Wait, at the same time. Even? Oh no no! So I was just oh, I was talking about trans, but but sexually fluid yeah, people yeah. or diverse sexual um, identities um, have existed forever. But what we're what we're going through, I think, is that there's never been a time in history 
when everyone is learning and understanding things at a global scale that we are at now. So I could literally make a TikTok or a video about something and everyone learns about it at the that, same that's, time. That's more what Whereas, I'm talking about. Yeah, so I think that is... To me, history has always been progressive and changing and all that yeah. kind of stuff, but never has it happened all together at once and multiple information coming at you. And and then also, like, there's – yeah, I, I don't think we, they've had that. Like, our, our parents' generations have had the grace to learn in, like, silent yeah. over in the yeah. corner, whereas I'm learning publicly as I fail and that, that's on what the timeline. That's yeah, that's what I mean, like, that. Like, yeah. I don't know if we're even capable, humanly capable of that feat of being able to deal with everything and everyone's issues at once, learn about everyone's issues at once, yeah. know how to navigate everyone's issues. Like we, our societies and communities have never been that big. Yeah. Now we have literally have to like survive within global communities. Mm. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So like, I don't know how, let's say children, our children to come, et cetera, like, cause we don't even have the tools to teach them how to navigate in a society where you literally have to deal with every single person's experience and issue and it can actually have a direct impact if you can't comprehend that. But it's like, how in the world are you even supposed to be able to comprehend every single person's kind of situation mm, and context mm. whilst living through your own one? You know what I mean? That's what I'm talking about. Like, this this position that we're in in, in society, this rate of how things move and the, just the sheer, um, like, vast exposure you have to all this has never kind of happened. Mm, so I'm mm. like, I wonder what does that do to us, to society ultimately, well, like, or to individuals even, you know what I'm saying? Well, they're talking about, like, having, like, I know this is the States, and I always use them as an example because it's, oh, like, not us. It's so dramatic, right? Social yeah, exactly. 100%, right? Yeah. They've, they've like, oh, we actually probably should teach our kids uh, media training. <laughs> because, like, the, not that this was an issue. The media's, ex like, this has always been an yeah. issue, but it's at a point now where, like, you know, a three-year-old is on, you know, socials and, yeah. like, you know, YouTube <laughs> shorts going through all that kind of stuff. So it's, like, we're trying to, like, learn as we go. Yeah. And we're, and we're, we've actually got a generation now who have who've been online yeah. since birth. Yeah. Whereas if pre before that, you've had generations that have kind of, like, kind of come on to being online at particular mm -hmm. ages where you've got, like, a whole generation now who, from birth, everything is online. Like, I, I was shocked to find out that, <laughs> like my younger cousins don't buy textbooks anymore. Like all yeah. high school, yeah. everything yeah. is <laughs> Adobe. Straight laptop, iPad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> They're like, I've got everything. It was just a laptop. I'm, I'm, like, like, I'm very happy for them with that regard. <laughs> but yeah, where are the pens? Yeah. I was, that was actually the example I was going to, because you were saying like, like, are we wired to be able to comprehend all this change in such a quick period of time? Because yeah. like, I, I want to obviously yeah. provide the context. Like no one is talking about a particular issue. It's just, just all the way the that we navigate yeah. now yeah. is what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, can what we I, do that? Yeah. Uh, that's what I was going to say. We might be able to, right. but then it's like, we don't know what the effects of that will be. And that's where I was going to say, actually, as an example, it's like the whole tech thing. It's like there's kids now where it's like their entire life is through online. Mm -hmm. And it's like, clearly they can navigate life, mm -hmm. but then it's like, maybe it's only in 20 years we'll realize, oh, that actually messed them up in this way or it helped them in this way. Mm. You know what I mean? It will take time to, for us to reflect and be like, oh, so we just we just big, we just big chilling and we find out. But I will, <laughs> really life like, in general always has been like that, right? Like you. Hey, we shouldn't I, have had those world wars. <laughs> <laughs> so those ten <laughs> stages of genocide. I checked them yeah, quickly. No, I, checked <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, let me just fact check myself. 
Bruh, you saw the comments roast to me. Bruh, you go like this. I was oh, like, oh, I don't know what to Let me quickly Wait, check. You, you already got audience does research? <laughs> I was like, look, I've seen the comments that you haven't. <laughs> I don't want to be that person as well. <laughs> oh, my what days. Now, I was going to say, are we really learning as we go? Because the way I look at learning is like, if you make a mistake, right, it's obviously mm -hmm. you get corrected. Yeah. But and they change behavior. But, but listen, we're getting punished instead. Mm -hmm. Do you get what I mean? So it's like... What way? Like you, you said it yourself, I don't want to get fired, right? So which yeah. means that... But we're learning, right? Yeah. Which means that if you say something wrong, I will. Isn't, isn't that consequences to an action, right? So like, but are you, you getting punished if you were told, hey, this is... Like, this is the rules. This is what the setup is. But we're still learning, though. Do you get what I mean? We're still trying to understand what's going on. We're still trying to understand, like, what disrespect, respect looks to you. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? So mm -hmm. if, if we're at the learning phase then I don't understand how people are getting punished for saying certain things or people getting counseled for saying certain things. And we all globally agree that we are learning. Yeah, but l while you're learning, you can still have consequences to your actions, right? You, you can be like, oh, mm. I was learning not to be racist, but I killed the guy. Like, I, oh couldn't, man, I, couldn't, I, couldn't, yeah. I couldn't stop. Like, I, oh but man. I was learning, right? I was like, so close. No, no, I really finished the course. I, was, I, was, I said the N-word. <laughs> oh, <laughs> like. no, okay, but there's an extent to it. And the reason why I said to an extent is because, as Daniel said before, it's, for some people, it's very complex. I'm trying to understand. I still don't know what's going on yet. This is new to me, yep. right? So I might not get it at first. You get what I mean? Just because you tell me, hey, don't say this, doesn't mean that I'm automatically... But to what extent? How far does that go? Because as, as a friend, yeah. I could be like, yeah, sure, sweet, no problem. And then, like, the the depending on where you are and what you're doing, that will change. Like I said, grey, right? So if you're the, the Prime Minister of Australia, I'm so sorry, I have a, a great <laughs> expectation for you. <laughs> like, uh, I need you... <laughs> you know, like, hey, quick, 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 quick. quick. Oh, I need, I you learn need to, now. You need to learn yesterday, no, last week, yeah. right? Like, so... Loki, I think, like, for example, nowadays, when I hear... Like, you know when you hear... I, I don't know why every single... African? White male politician okay, oh. has dressed up in a Nazi suit. All oh, right, yeah, I don't yeah, know why. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's always in the, in the, always. In the archives. Always, man. it just always. comes out of nowhere. I'm Yo. like, bro, it's how? because they don't have to buy the costume. They're like, you know what? let me just go in the closet. <laughs> let me sit. Just <laughs> hanging in there. <laughs> <laughs> Your grandma, you still have that. <laughs> but it's like, oh, in a weird way, I'm like, with the guys that are let's say 50 years old right now, right? When that stuff comes out, and they did it at 20, so 30 years ago. It's stupid, very foolish, absolutely, and very offensive, okay? But then it's like, in let's say in 10 years, mm -hmm. so photos leak of a politician then from 20 years ago, I'm like, you're even stupider than that person. Because mm -hmm. you've had the example in front of you a yeah. million times. And still. Yeah. And it's like, mm -hmm. like you grew up in a woke-er society. Mm -hmm. And you still want to dress up as that, bro? Like, come on. <laughs> <laughs> like... <laughs> But where's the part? Well, why are you? Yeah, doing like if you're parties? speaking to someone yeah. from that was born in the 1950s yeah, exactly. compared to someone that was born, you know, 2000, yeah. yeah, like yeah. You, the expectation that you're yeah. gonna have, even but even in those stances, like you'd still want accountability from 100%. that person 100%. because you're judging them based on the now standard. 100%. You can be like, yeah, I, I get what you did was wrong, but you you apologizing, yeah, because mm. yeah. it was wrong then too, right? Just because everyone yeah. kicked with you yeah. doesn't mean it wasn't wrong. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure there was people yeah. side at him like, ah, oh, this is so racist, but I can't say anything, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. So it was wrong then, it's, yeah. but it's even more wrong now yeah. because now, you know, you know, I have humanity, you know? Yeah. So now we've all voted that I'm a human being. Yeah, yeah. No, I was going to ask then moving forward, how do we navigate spaces where it's like, okay, I, my foundation comes from my faith and I'm put in a situation where it's like, 
yes, I'm having to learn all of this stuff. Of course, I'm going to, you know, I respect you. I respect, you know, um, what you'd like to be called as. I respect, you know, your lifestyle and stuff like that. But it's like, I don't want to, or I don't feel like the need to have to address you by, you know, what you're forcing me to address you by. How do you now navigate that space, you know, without it being rude or without the consequences falling on me? You know what I mean? Because it's like, okay, we both come from different backgrounds. We both... Um, have the right to, you know, have the views. I don't that we think have, you have a right to like, you know, dictate how, how someone. Like, mm. I don't think you have the right. If someone says this is how I'm going to be addressed, mm. oh no, no, unless I mean, it's sorry. offensive. Like, like you, you have the right to, you know, live your life based on your foundations, and you know, we all can respect each other and where we come from and stuff. But it's like, yeah, how do you navigate that conversation now, or what do you do? Okay. I got lost in a lot of the things that you said. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm just going to unpack it a little bit because I need to, you know. I love that word, by the way, unpack. Unpack. (laughs) (laughs) Unravel. I have so many of them. (laughs) (laughs) Let's unravel, (laughs) you know. (laughs) Let's explore. Explore you and dress. No. If your therapist is saying. If your therapist is saying. I'm sure just if your therapist is saying. And we need to. A massage therapist? <laughs> what type of therapist is that? Because you know, everyone has different approaches. Oh my god. <laughs> it's interesting. Yeah. For me. Do you have the number of that therapist? I'll just, I'm just gonna call <laughs> Apra for a second. <laughs> Make a complaint. <laughs> I'm write oh, this man. victim impact statement, thank you. <laughs> where, 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 where we? I have multiple words that I use. Yes, 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 yes. Good words, I like them. Yeah, yeah th- I like thesaurus. Them. I killed I killed it in uni. Come on. <laughs> That's why you're a therapist now. So overall, however, word count. We're connecting words. That's our word count. In summary, therefore, it's a furthermore. Furthermore. So love to throw in that. There's a mosaic. Ooh, that's a nice Plethora? Yeah, yeah. Hey, man, so I'll give you one. I need one. I need a bit in. Come on, join in. Come on, join in. Spectrum, spectrum. An array? Spectrum. There's an array. Spectrum? Spectrum, yeah. Sorry, it doesn't feel good because it didn't come from myself. Come on, mate. Sorry. Please get degrees, you know? That's the last one. Some of us get A's. Anyways. Whoa, whoa. We'll go good. Touche, man. Hey, touche, touche. Ma, what in the world did you say? Yeah, no, Ma was asking, like, if it's based on your faith and versus... everyone is respecting everyone. Yeah. Yeah, I, context. I need context. Because yeah, no, I think it's point. hard to make broad sweeping statements. Yeah, that's the mm. point. So, yeah, I'm not going to make a broad... As someone who's also of faith, mm. I think some of the challenges I face in my work is navigating through that and... I also have chosen to work as a therapist yeah. and have chosen to True. work in spaces mm. where I'm so being inclusive yeah. and I am and I don't believe it's lifestyles I think this is people's identities mm. and if I am choosing to do that then as part of my choice I have a responsibility yeah. uh, and I think mm. yeah so for mm. me that's I'm going to talk about me how, that's how I've navigated right, that right, right, as right. what what is my responsibility and what are, what is what are my duties in this space because my duties in this space I, I'm not a, you know, religious therapist mm. or, like, I'm not coming in that way. I'm actually coming as a, I'm agreeing when I'm entering a space to put some of those values and beliefs on hold mm. for the other person. Yeah. And that might be different for everyone, but I think that there needs to be a level of that in society for it to function. Mm. Um, yeah. That makes sense. Can yeah. we ever just say, I don't agree, but you do you and I do me? I think that's what you said at the start, right? Is, it, is it? Yeah. Uh, 
Yes and no. Again, context. Give me an example. I work great yeah, with examples. I, th- I think, like, because I believe I feel that way about some things, but then I'm like, I'm also like aware of that can be kind of problematic, right? Because, like, let's say someone goes, Carlos, like, you know, I like working with you. I don't feel like we should have had that many immigrants in this country. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, there is no way for you to go, that's not offensive. Yeah. Or like, oh, thanks for liking me. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> A lot of these issues you can like, yeah. especially yeah. if they're not, especially you're, they're yours. They don't hurt you? Yeah. yeah. You, you need to kind of like, this is my hack here. Yeah? So, and it might be wrong, but my hack is like, if, I, if I'm if i not in those lanes, if that's not part of the intersectional experiences of my identity, I go, but what if it was? And let's say it was, and then I try to go, how would I feel if it was something about that? So, like, as a cis hetero black woman, I don't have some of those identities, mm. right? I, I am not queer. I am not gender diverse, right? So, I have to be like, okay, so the parts of my identities that are marginalized, because that's who we're talking about, right? right? Marginalized communities, they're not the majority, they're the minority. And often, minorities, even within their minority space, I have to be like, okay, let me try and get into the headspace of like, how would it feel for me? And I often use um, race as an example because I think people can relate with race because there's often layers within race. And I think if someone was to be like, yeah, I get that you're, that you want to, you know, that black lives matter, but you know, respect the fact that I don't respect it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean? Yeah. What do you mean? Yeah. What do you mean? <laughs> At the same time, like, cause race is the best example, but I also think that's cause it's such a, like, like it's, so easy for humans to spot it. You know what I mean? So it's like, mm-hmm. there is the no level of, um, what's the word? Cognitive like if, if Daniel tells me I'm black, or like I guess, and he tells me that he's black, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. I don't have to believe him. Like I can just see it. You know what I mean? So there's, an invisi- I think that's there's invisibility of certain things. Uh, yeah. That makes it difficult. Yeah, yeah, like it's it requires not a, a lot thing. more yeah. rational. I, so then people feel like, oh, I need to be, convinced for this to make s- or or even yeah to, for even something to make sense in a sense but there's invisibility within race so i think what it is is the reason i use race for example is because i think it's uh, is something that it's on the um, global scale not no because these are all global things like uh, sexuality is a global th- concept right like, or it's a global experience but i think sometimes it's easier to understand for some people so you meet people where mm-hmm. you're at right so even with race like there's so many nuanced experience experiences to what race is. A perfect example is being black in Australia. That's a completely different experience. Even the way we talk about blackness in Australia and what black constitutes in Australia is so different. We have indigenous blackness. We right. have African diaspora blackness. The pol- there's political blackness. There's so many what black means. And, and so I think you can use something like I use race because I – I, as because of my own lived experience, can maybe talk about it a little bit more confidently than I could with someone who, the example that you provided. So I, I, I go sexual. like, I saw what you did there. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was funny how you didn't even want to remember what they're called. Because I was too busy <laughs> trying to defend yeah, them. Like. <laughs> so I think there's like, there's like, like, you know, there's so many experiences even within race that we can go through. And I think people can understand and unpack that um, better. Unpack that. I'm, I'm, every time I hear it, I'm sorry. <laughs> can you tell I'm a therapist? Oh, man. So good. I'm so good at my job. No, no, it's, it's an interesting job for sure. I was actually wondering, do you reckon everybody needs therapy? Yes. Mad, okay. Everybody yeah. in the world. 
Because we spoke about this last. Do you time. think it's offensive yeah. to tell someone you need therapy? <laughs> It's delivery. It's definitely <laughs> delivery. <laughs> All right. Yeah, it's true. Like if I said you need a therapy, you know, like what's going on? Now you okay? Yeah. You know, that sounds like fine it. to me. Yeah. No, that <laughs> sounds nice. Nah, also, it depends. Nah, like, when are you saying it? Like, what and what do you do mean you by saying it? Right? Say like, it. Yeah. I, look, I think I, I'll rewind a little bit. I think it was nice and Germanic to be like, yeah, everyone needs therapy. <laughs> content, content. So content, but details here, yeah. right? <laughs> right. I think everyone needs help and support. And I think if I'm looking at it from a faith-based perspective, because clearly there's a bit of a link up here. (laughs) (laughs) In terms of faith, everyone, I didn't get the memo. I I didn't go to church on Sunday, I didn't know I was supposed to go. That's the right. She's too cool, bro. A bit of a link up, Like, if I'm using a faith-based example, I think, like, the original therapists are priests, right? That's that's what Jesus was for a lot of people. Was a therapist, right? As, and that language of what is a therapist, it's it's like a Eurocentric term. It it doesn't come from us. It doesn't come from my community. Right, you know, with yeah, mental yeah. health, the word doesn't come from my community. Mm. But we, the definition of that and what that means is in my community because right. it defines an experience. And a therapist defines, to me, um, the concept of like looking after someone, taking care of someone, making sure that their well being is okay. Um, has existed for centuries, 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 you know, millennia. Um, so I think everyone needs it. Whether or not they need an individual one-on-one therapist, you know, it yeah. could be different. Some people might need like a group. Community. Some people might need like yeah. community. Yeah. And some people might need all of them, all of the above. So I think to me, it's kind of like uh, what you need depends on what you're going through. And you might fluctuate each time. And y- sometimes you might need to talk privately to someone. Yeah. But my community is like, we don't like we like e- problems in the public. Mm. I want everyone to know we're crying in a big group together. Okay, <laughs> right. So th- that also is healing for some people. Yeah. So I think understanding that you know well being can look different in different spaces. Mm. Yeah, so, because obviously yeah, you're African Ethiopian background. Yeah, yeah. So how does when you're telling people that what you do, like how did they react to that? Because obviously, yeah. like for me, like my aunts and uncles, when you talk about this, it's like, okay, talk to someone. They don't really believe yeah. in talking to someone about your yeah. what you're going through. Yeah. So what type of reactions are you getting? So my mum didn't know what I was doing for a while. She was a bit confused. What's a while? <laughs> <laughs> like till now. <laughs> she thinks well, I'm a scammer. Yeah? <laughs> so people yes, coming to see you, I don't understand why. Why are yeah. you? Of everyone. Like what's going on? Which is a gaslight because I'm the family therapist. <laughs> That's why I became a therapist. I'm like, let me, let me get paid get to paid do this it, job yeah. that I've been doing since my brother was born. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, man. <laughs> As the family social worker. Yeah. <laughs> Let me get my trauma off my chest. <laughs> yeah, the, the comprehension of that role is actually... Yeah, just, and people just, ask, like, why are you a therapist? I mean, yeah. Okay, so there's a real reason and there's the, like, you know... The professional There's a professional reason, reason right? right? And yeah. the real reason is because I was bullied into this role yes, by my family. Oh, my days. Yes. <laughs> As the first female-born <laughs> ethnic migrant child. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. I was everything. How many siblings? Mm? How many siblings? Uh, by parents or in the family? Because the wow, family siblings are a lot. All the cousins and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, that. Um, so without disclosing too much, I think my mum raised three of us. Right, yeah. And yeah, two yeah. of them were her, her kids, but all of them are her kids. Biolog- yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Even though they're not biologically all her children. In the house, those three children. Um, and I was the firstborn. Um, but and even now that I'm not... We have cousins. We have an extended family. Mm. I'm so privileged in the fact that I 
have so much family in this country. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it also means I'm the family social planner. Like, you, <laughs> you know, you know. You just know that's your role. You, like, you know it's I know it's down. so bad that when we go to a restaurant, yeah. I have to bring out my notes app and get everyone's order. <laughs> well, you know yeah. what, right? You yeah, know, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, there's yeah. a notes app. Yeah, yeah, otherwise yeah. no one's ordering food. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Literally. Yeah. yeah. Just or, in, chatting. or in your case, no one's ordering drinks. But anyway, so. Oh, that's facts. Wait, why did I catch that one? Oh, <laughs> it was on a certain episode. I oh, listened to you been listening to that. I've been, she I've been deep diving. Like I did my research. I don't know your own episodes <laughs> or... I've ever said. <laughs> That's why therapists shouldn't have podcasts. Oh, <laughs> man. Oh, yeah. Okay. Let's be yeah, reading yeah. each other. So last session, I mean episode. Yeah. <laughs> we, we Actually, we need that though. To know, are we tapped in the things that we're saying on mm. this platform most of the mm. times? Mm. I mean, did you do a psychoanalysis of us? <laughs> Through, um, it's a great segue. Yeah, I mean, yeah, have you done <laughs> the episodes? Yeah, uh, not a psychoanalysis. Oh, I, I noticed some things. Okay, oh, yeah, talk to us, talk hey. to us. You know, I like I'm the couch. Where's the couch? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I didn't do this, yeah. right? Yeah, don't get too was. comfortable, everyone. Okay, <laughs> uh, she's resting, yeah, that's what she's doing. I'm scared, I'm scared. Look, I think. Oh, I, I, I was explaining. So, so I, the way my brain works is I listen to the podcast, I originally, um, Noor went to a uh, an event that I also went to, and I was like, "Oh, I mentioned this podcast. Let me follow it up." And I listened to an episode, addiction. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "What drug is this?" <laughs> That's a new one. It's called TV. Yeah, 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 just, yeah. just hit the market. I almost, I almost left when I found out you guys were in the southeast. But anyway, <laughs> so I, I persevered through my <laughs> my oh, distaste, uh, and um, through listening to it, I. You oh, know, you know that I like something when I when I become obsessed with like yeah. listening to all the episodes, yeah. right? I'm I like believe. 100 episodes in. I'm like, oh wow, yeah. Right? Wait, how did you so, uh, I, yeah, so <laughs> <laughs> that's actually very nice. Yeah, so yeah, there was a lot. There was a lot of long nights. Oh, <laughs> So based off that, like I can't remember all of it, but I remember right. all of it, right? So. I don't want to look like I'm trying too hard, but I'm trying so hard. No, we appreciate this. So, so there was one person I was a little bit concerned about. Oh, and <laughs> why are you so scared? I was just about to go get some from you. Don't worry. You like there was things that like I noticed. I wrote notes about it. I was like, oh. I'm really worried about this person because I think in terms of the whole group, I, I have so many questions. Yeah. I'm really concerned. I, I think, you know, I'm going to not do a call out, but a call in. Mm. Um, what's happening? What's going on? Oh, are you looking at me? Yeah, I'm oh. looking at you. Mm. <laughs> what's good? Oh. Wait, that was the last yeah. person I, I thought, thought it would be. You. I know. I, I, I thought it was going to be a door. It's you because. Mm. Break it down. Oh, <laughs> he wasn't ready. He wasn't ready. This guy was sorry. Like, yeah. I can't wait till we get finished, bro. That's why I was like, Elite. I was like, I want to make sure I'm looking in the right direction. No, no, it's straightforward, but yeah. Mr. Hiding in plain sight. Whoa. Yeah? Yeah? Wearing a hoodie, glasses, no one knows what's going on. Yeah? 
why after all these episodes that I've listened to, I don't know nothing about you? Oh my God. Mm. So mm. mm. How many identities Mr. Carmen San Diego well, do you have? Why did you not have any social media handles until like two minutes ago? <laughs> why did you have two phones in high school? What's going <laughs> on? Why? No, 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 how no, many, no. Why are you a CIA agent? Yeah. How, what, how many families do you pig? have? I have so many like how are you a public figure but a private figure? Wow. Ah, Kalus. Yeah. I don't know what episode you started. But I only know your mom speaks Arabic, that's all I know. Meanwhile, I know the sisters, I know about the engagement program, I know about his asshole, I know so many things. I know so many things about everyone. Oh. <laughs> Roy is back against the ropes. Know, my, my answer is very simple. Oh. Yeah, you're a CIA agent. Nah, I know. Nah, nah. I know my already. My answer is very simple. Yeah. <laughs> my private life is private. Yep. And when I'm talking on the podcast, I let people, like, what I disclose is what I want you guys to know. Mm, you know mm, what I mean? Mm. Is that a problem? Yeah. Yeah, is, is, is no, that a problem? It's not a problem. I just I was curious right. because there's disclosures that you do analysis. make and there's disclosures that you don't make. So you say like a little bit, and you're like, "Oh, I forgot. I have to be private again." No, no, <laughs> so no, I was no. like, I was, "I was like, why are you tell the lies to everyone?" He actually does that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He he people like, are you're my friend wow. to this other thing at the club the other day, but I'm not gonna say who no, the no, friend no, is no. or how I met the person or what's going on with nah, the person." You know why, but yeah? <laughs> no, no. The, the reason for that particular example, you don't want people to get in trouble. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Meanwhile, this one doesn't care. Because this one time, I said something. No names or anything. I got a call the next day, bro. Did you talk about me? Man. Yeah. And I just anyway, I like, why did you self-identify no, yourself? No, no, no. <laughs> 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 I actually wasn't, but no, your no, dog's no, gonna no, holler. No, yeah? no, 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 I was. <laughs> Definitely was. <laughs> nah, I was. Yeah. But then I was like, which episode was it? I wonder if they're watching this. <laughs> but yeah, oh, dude, it's I, all in good fun, I, I, good humor. I, 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 I actually didn't know that's oh, how it came a, across. Yeah, because I would have said, I would have said Daniel. You want me to go what? to the chief now? I can go to I the chief. Uh, no, no, honestly, the private, I would have. Nah, nah, that's definitely nah, you, bro. You're an elusive character. Yeah. So Daniel's a little bit different. Okay. Okay. He's got his PR face on. Oh. He's got his like, I'm gonna tell you a little bit, but also I want a brand deal. Oh. Right. Right. Yeah. I want a brand no, deal after right. the yeah. yeah, you know, you know, he's Mr. Chief. Yeah. I laughed the loudest at the joke, even though I didn't say it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna say the problematic thing, but I'm gonna kiki. Mr. Stir the Pot. Mr. Stir the Pot. Yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. Noor, did you say that? Whoa. You know, I'm better than Noor. I didn't say it, but you know, I'm gonna laugh the loudest. Oh, wow. I live for the time. I prefer mine over yours. Wait, 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 wait. That's a great analysis because I do live for the problems, but do I want to yeah. start all of them? Not necessarily, no. But you're just as problematic. Hundred percent. You're the bystander, the one that didn't do anything. Like wow. Yeah. 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 Do you have more? Nah, I have so everyone. Okay. Nah, yeah, I'm yeah. so curious. Yeah. Who do you want give to go to next? Yeah, give it to me. No, no. No, no is I want to hear yours. I'm interested. But we kind of know the direction most likely. Like, no. Okay, go to Northern. I'll go to Northern. They want to hear no. 
I mean, the audience probably wants me to be last. Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, they yeah. would want him nah, to be nah, last. last. All right, Moezy. <laughs> I can't make fun of it she because no, you can't. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Also, like, like of everyone on this podcast, I identify myself the most with her. She's <laughs> woman. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> also, she's a black girl who's like you know, we're sitting and dealing with your shit. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like it takes a Thanks. lot. Like I get paid, but like. <laughs> but she's just different vibes. <laughs> yeah. right, give it to me though. I know. <laughs> You what? Do you want to pause? <laughs> <laughs> definitely, definitely, definitely. Ah, <laughs> uh, you know, you'd love to dig yourself into a little hole. Oh. <laughs> uh, last episode, good example. <laughs> All the episodes are a good example. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> Right, like, <laughs> yeah, I was, see. This is witchcraft. As, as I was witchcraft. driving here, I was being PC. I thought I was, you know, always. I was driving here, right? I was like, Mo Easy oh, changes her mind so easily. <laughs> <laughs> I, was like, I was like, ooh, ooh, I got something here. Very yeah. <laughs> convincing. Wow, we. That's That's a cool I don't. I don't think it's That's that the cool. fact that you guys are convincing because I think you also <laughs> a little bit like him, like public figure, private account, mm. right? Like, and I think. Oh yes, that's facts. A hundred percent. I would definitely agree. A hundred percent. I also, so as much as I make fun of her, I know why you would do it because mm. I think, I think sometimes in this space you have to hold opinions that you might not necessarily have mm. for the sake of the audience, 100%. Mm. right? And I think that you guys take the easy approach and take the problematic view, and then she takes the audience. <laughs> like the other the other side, right? Mm -hmm. Which is a lot harder huh? because mm -hmm. it's not as you know viral, Mister Nine Hundred Thousand, <laughs> you know, views. But it's it's the, the podcast has to grow. The podcast has to grow <laughs> uh, at your expense. Uh, uh, <laughs> or at his hairline's expense. Oh, hey. <laughs> uh, my hairline's beautiful, bro. Turkey that's, that's getting months. added into this. <laughs> yeah, episode, bro. I love this. But as a therapist, that's your job, yeah. right? You have to listen and pay I attention and yeah, focus. Yeah. You know, and know about nose insecurities and oh, financial oh. scarcity oh. mentality. Uh, oh, that's a good one. Because I've actually been thinking about this. But <laughs> so obviously. I think the joke that I made earlier to reference my previous point in paragraph three, right? Because <laughs> 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 the, the, the episode that stood out for me, I actually wrote a note as I was mm. driving when I heard it, mm. was when you said... Um, it was only recently that I start drinking. I buy a drink with my meals, because mm, till mm. now I never, I never did that, right? Mm. And then obviously you're Mr. Problematic, Mr. Viral episode, Mr. Degrade himself as a joke for the for the you know self sacrifice. Honestly, yeah, yeah, what you're doing, yeah, yeah, Jesus on the cross. You're like, oh, ever I'm you know, as long as we get clips. This work. This You think I'm not gonna take the biggest cut once money starts coming in? That was, that was my joke. <laughs> <laughs> we, we, need, we need to talk about this. I know, considering the majority, I'm not going to agree. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think it was a smart business decision. Oh I think there's a, like the concern that you have around people's financial instability, I think comes from like a scarcity thing, right? So when you grow up and things are finite, like there's not enough, you kind of carry that even when you have enough, right? So like I grew up, for example, very poor, Poorest, right? And I carry that now. Like when I'm like budgeting your five dollar ninety five episode when you're talking about your <laughs> right, right? You carry that even though you're even though you have it now, even though you could afford the nine dollars, you're like, oh, so expensive. Why am I paying this price, right? And I think that can carry on 
because you carry the weight of like when things weren't secure, right? So I think that's that's that the vibe that I got. So when you were kind of like, I don't know how people can live their life freely without buying three homes. I don't know how that works, <laughs> right? So and and I think. How do you not have 20k yeah. in your savings? <laughs> uh, I agree with you. Both of you start laughing because your dream is to have three homes as well. <laughs> well, the, the fact yes. that yes, 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 yes. 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 as do I. Yeah, Whereas, I, I think he he opposes you in that way because he he's like, I want my holidays today. I actually wanted them yesterday. <laughs> I don't want to work. You know right. what's so funny? That, that, that is him. That yeah, is yeah, him. No, that, that, that is him. It's funny though because when it comes to like personal life, I actually agree with you because I've actually been thinking about this. Yeah. And the weird thing is, I didn't grow up. Poor. I wouldn't. We definitely didn't grow up rich. Yeah. But I, I think I, because I've been thinking about this. Like, I think I have this thing within me that's like, don't f it up for your children and their mm-hmm. children. You know. Mm-hmm. So I think that's where it comes from. Sometimes mm-hmm. I'm not so security, sure. right? Like security, right? Security. Security is a very, very big thing in my life. Yeah. But then it's weird because like that's personal life. But then when it comes to things like business and the podcast and stuff. I'm the one that's always mm-hmm. like, yo, let's spend this money, get better equipment. Mm-hmm. Daniel's like, I don't want to spend any money. Mm-hmm. You want to talk about that? Do you guys want to do saying. a couple session about it? Because I'm like, hold on. And yes, no, definitely does say Because I'm always like, yo, let's I think we're get like, cameras. Everyone here is like, conservative. Let's think about it. Should we rush into it? Let's get a bit of money for the business first. This guy said, well, we might as well just... We got this much. For well, me, I'm like, you got to spend money to make money. Yeah, yeah. you do. And yeah. we're like, oh, you can oh, save I money. Still, I don't have an answer. So there's like no, a no, level no. of flexibility that you have in, business. in a contained space. Yeah. And the contained space is the podcast, right? Right. Whereas your actual, like, yeah, y- your real life. Because there's because there's parameters to mm. this. That's how mm. I would say. Like, mm. there's parameters to this mm, that yeah, you can 100%. be like, oh, I can I can move around in that. And I'm sure you're not saying like 50K, that's it, spend it right yeah, now, no, right? Or let's go into debt. But there's parameters. Yeah. To where you're able to feel like that you can be flexible around, yeah. but in your actual life, you're thinking three generations. Yes, right. Mm. So, and I think that's where it, the, the the need to have security to that level is. I to me, I see it in migrant clients all the time, right? Mm. In in myself, and like I I came to this country as a refugee, which is a lot different to other people who came to this country um, as economic migrants, for example, or. Um, coming through like partnerships and all that kind of stuff, right? But the, I, I definitely see in the migrant experience the the fear of security and it not being like forever, right? Like, oh, things are, regardless if I came either way, it's it's still an up, yeah, right? Yeah. To, to get here yeah, and to have yeah, security. Yeah, yeah. And it feels finite yeah. that it's going to go. So I like kill myself to get myself to that, to that point mm. when like if you actually really look at it in the big picture of things, the fact that you're here already has changed the direction for yes. your next three generations. Definitely. Right? The quality of life that you've had in one generation has already created that change. But the fear of going back to that is intergenerational. That that's something that, you know, my mom carries, my mom bef- like you know what I mean that that people before us and we can pass on to our kids, you know what I mean? So I think that's kind of where that yeah. comes from. Yeah. Mm. With the content or oh, not content, I just read that word. With the podcast one. It's probably because I've always said this, that I don't have such a strong generational mindset. But with mm. this, I definitely want to see this as something that is, like, impacting, like, and beyond. Like, mm. 
I've always said that it would be dope to become the studio, whatever. And everyone's content is literally coming through this like pipeline. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Of, of so when you said thing. generational, did you say like your kids or you were yeah, saying like kid, seven I, I, I mean, I always I've said it like I always told about like, yeah, he doesn't care doesn't about, care his about his grandchildren, grandchildren. <laughs> as much as the rest of them. Or leaving <laughs> something, leaving something. Because like I've always, I'm the kind, you've probably heard me say this before. It's like my grandkids, I might not know my grandkids or mm. great grandkids, but they're going to know, know me. That's, yep. that's always my approach. Mm-hmm. He, for him, he's like, mm. like, I don't know them. My kids know me, but my grandkids. fair enough to yeah, well, there's like there seems to be like a um, like an individual kind of legacy that you want to have within your yeah, own I, I internal d- yeah, family like yeah. that. Like whereas yeah. now Danny that you're saying it, it all, it's like I feel like I also <laughs> recognize like other aspects of it because I'm like in my mind, it's like you're trying to make life as easy as possible for yourself first and foremost, and your like partner and all the stuff. Mm-hmm. But then also like the kids and the kids to come. And then I, for me, it's like like because like if I have kids, like chances are they're going to be half black, right? And so, because my partner's black. And so it's like... I'm so glad that you clarified that. We're still in kids, are so we? What's like, going on? What I'm saying... One child protection. <laughs> <laughs> what I'm saying... <laughs> <laughs> said, can you repeat that song? <laughs> what Just I'm saying... Saying it to the camera. <laughs> is like, in my mind, it's like, that's already going to be a harder experience for them in Australia, mm-hmm. right? So it's like if I can make the things that I can make easier, mm-hmm. I can make them even easier. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So then it's like... To what yeah, extent? W- exactly. To what extent, of to course. W- but to the extent where you don't have pleasure n- now? No, nah, I, I to refuse ex- to live that way, for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. so I think that's that's, that's kind of what... That's what my drinks are. Is it changing water, clearly. <laughs> yeah, water. <laughs> It comes with the meal. No. Yeah, <laughs> you don't ex- understand how excited I was when I saw this on the table. When I got here. <laughs> You're like free. free. <laughs> the kids will live. My, yeah. grandkids, <laughs> my grandkids are going to experience the pleasure oh, of this. Man. The assessment is on point. It actually I, I, is. You have more? Yeah. Well, what about as a group? Oh, Because wow. you have individuals as a group. Do you go like, yeah. okay. Because you said I'm problematic or self-degrading or whatever the word is. So as a group, do you guys? Oh, you heard that, did you? <laughs> <laughs> so that one out loud? <laughs> Sorry, I thought that was my thoughts. <laughs> this is not internal. <laughs> it's not internal dialogue. Uh-huh. Uh, like I think I always find it interesting because yeah. this is a comedic podcast, right? Yeah. And um, if we're still on the bands, if we're still laughing, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're the only one self degrading yourself in the space, yeah. right? Like it's it's jokes on your hairline, yeah. <laughs> not. You know the chief's headline. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty high. The edges are doing, <laughs> so doing, the, you know, the most. <laughs> <laughs> but and I think, like, I always find that in, as someone who also self degrades as a form of connection, mm. right? Mm. So I know I do that f- as a way of being like, so we're all gonna laugh, and if mm. I'm okay to laugh at me, and it means everyone's laughing, yeah. then that's chill. Yeah, Swipes, yeah. yeah, it's cute, yeah. but it means everyone's laughing at me. Yeah, and I'm, you know, what I mean. Yeah. It's fun. It's, yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's funny, like, because all these things, I feel like. I've Sorry, why about. am I giggling? <laughs> 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 For those that don't know, we're sitting right next to each other. All the listeners are like, damn, this therapist kind of rude, man. <laughs> <laughs> I feel really bad that I'm not looking him straight ahead. <laughs> <at him. laughs> Say it with I'm your like, chest. <laughs> she's looking away. She's looking away. <laughs> uh, like, I think where I get that from is because I genuinely love comedy and I love making people laugh. Like, that's. Mm. Like, whenever we talk about, like, our personal, what's our thing with the podcast, like, what, what do we want it to be? For me, it's always, like, 
I want people to be able to have a laugh and feel like a f- they're part of the conversation when yeah. they're driving, right? Yeah. And like, I've realized the comedians that I love the most by far are the ones that are able to make fun of everything about themselves. Mm. Such Be- as? Uh, whether it's Dave Chappelle, mm-hmm. right? Uh, Dave Chappelle like, makes fun of himself? Yeah, I think he makes fun or of just his experience. Oh, mate, I don't know. Mm. I, I feel like he makes fun but of like. I, I would have, I would have said Kev- yeah, I, I would like, Kevin, Kevin Hart more Kevin so Hart, than Dave Chappelle. Kevin Hart. That's his whole stick. Yeah. Like well, Kevin Hart's whole thing yeah. is just yeah. him and his family, yeah. Yeah. which is safe, that. and yeah. it's also like a level of security that he has, yeah. well, that's which the is thing. reflected in yeah. you. And I, th- I think the other thing though it also it's allows cool. because I am. I, I will admit, like, I will say things that are problematic. Like if it's just a clip, yeah, right, you'd be like, "This guy's an asshole," right? But in the context of the full thing, it's. It's funny, and I and the thing is, like for me, to start with making fun of myself makes people go like, okay, he's not just out here trying to spray at everyone. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? He's willing to take it. Exactly. Too, yeah. It's yeah. the same reason, like, like uh, for example, I love comedians that will make fun of, let's everybody. say, they make fun of what? I said everybody. <laughs> everybody, yeah, literally everybody. Mm. But it's like, let's say they make fun of, I don't know. Jamaican people, but they actually really understand Jamaican culture. Mm-hmm. They've taken time. Mm-hmm. It's actually not offensive to Jamaicans at that point. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. It's very offensive when like people just go, I'm going to make a joke about Asians. But then it's like, wait, Vietnamese are so different to Japanese. So do you guys thing. believe in punch down, punch up kind of um, in comedy? So do you know what I mean by that? Yeah. 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 But expand, like I know the concept of punching down, punching up, but what do you mean by in specifically comedy. in comedy? So like... Um, in a, a comedic performer, so let's say someone like Kevin Hart, yep. Dave Chappelle, you yep. know, some more, who, whoever we're talking about, um, punching down would refer in terms of their identity, someone who has a more marginalised identity, so making fun of them. Um, so Dave Chappelle's the most notorious one who punches down on trans community, trans community um, or people of colour who are queer, all it's that kind funny, of stuff. But that's I why thought the jokes were funny, but... I can understand why people would be offended. So yeah, so there's this whole conversation around punching down and punching up, right? Yeah. So it's it's more funnier. So if a trans person was, so punching up because of the the way your privilege is, mm-hmm. means that you can make like how I would make fun of a white person. <laughs> I can make fun of white people because mm. I experience racism daily, right? right? Yeah. So like it okay, it, it yeah. kind of you know uh, it's funny. It can be funny, and it, I'm not harming that person in that way mm. because of the yeah. way, where I sit in right. terms of yeah. the, that. So I'm a yes and no yeah. <coughs> because mm-hmm. inherently what's wrong with that is you've removed the power from the individual to actually find those things funny. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like mm. you, you immediately dictate the community's mm-hmm. experience by saying you're punching down. It's like, what do you so mean? So it's not that not talking about them. It's about not making them the butt of the <coughs> joke. So that's why. So you can. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. So, oh, okay. so yeah. So it's yeah. like I, we can talk yeah. about the community, but it's yeah. not. They're not the butt of the joke. Yeah, yeah. I think for me, it's like if every single joke circles to this one community, mm. that's where it gets weird. That's why even like I think we have said this with the Dave Chappelle thing. Like, if he made one special that was like about like you know he was talking about like oh, the alphabet community, blah blah, blah whatever. Yes. Right. Yeah. yeah. Like, if he but made one... If it was just that the one compared one, to, like, how many there are now. Mm-hmm. It would be like, okay, that one was about that, right? Mm-hmm. But then it's like when... I think it was a third one. It's like, mm-hmm. okay, like, come on, man. Like, like, there's a lot of people to make fun of. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, that's <laughs> where it's like, I can see how people would be like, yo, that's too much. But then it's like... I think For me, it's like, one of my favorite comedians is Andrew Schultz. And it's like, um, mm-hmm. you watch his special. He's like, he ident- he's a white guy, American. Mm-hmm. Um, Scottish roots, right? So as white as you get pretty much, right? <laughs> but he will 
like his thing is I love New York, right? And mm-hmm. and the diversity of New York. Mm-hmm. And so when you watch him do his crowd work and stuff, it's like he'll make fun of Indians, but he'll make fun of Punjabs mm-hmm. specifically, right? And then he'll make fun of people from Haiti. Mm-hmm. And then he'll make fun of white people. And then he ma- and so it's like everyone is laughing. Bec- and he, even he explains it this way. It's like you can't sit there and be offended about trans people when the trans person is laughing at my show. Mm. You know what I mean? Also the impact, right? So I think that like the impact of what you're doing to the mm. community that you're doing That's it for. A point. So like I think I think for me what like I was a Dave Chappelle stan growing up. Like I was like it was my age when he kind of had his Chappelle show mm-hmm. and yeah, all that yeah. kind of stuff. And some of his comedies I can like off the top of like I, I can yeah, say you off know the lines, yeah. Yeah, 100%, right? And I think I, it really lost it for me cuz I think I my overall view is I think comedians often rise to fame is their relatability mm-hmm. and how poignant their jokes are in the moment. So I f- my opinion is I feel that a lot of stand-up comedy is not meant to last the test of time. Mm-hmm. It's supposed to be funny now, right? It's supposed to be – so that's why when you go back and comedians are like, yeah, I, I wouldn't yeah. – yeah. yeah, Eddie Murphy is yeah. a perfect yeah. example of it. Cat Williams is a perfect example of someone that's like, yeah, I just want to make those jokes now. Yeah, it was funny then. I didn't know or wh- whatever his justification is. It's like, I'll just move on and I, and I won't. Desus and Mero are really good examples as well. Like, I think the way I view comedy is it's funny now in the context of whatever it is. Um, and if it wasn't funny now, then it's most likely... It it's not going to be funny. Yeah, and, and, and it's not supposed... It's supposed to be a commentary about a pocket of time, where whatever right. that time is. Um and for me, Dave Chappelle, I he really lost me when I and my my perspective of this is that I felt that he didn't like to be critiqued. He didn't like because he was seen as the the witty, edgy comedian who was able to look at things in a progressive way. So a lot of the I did at, think at, this at, at the time, well. a lot of the things that he the jokes that he it's made challenging was challenging ideology. and the right. fact that he like turned away like you think of that, he turned away X amount yeah, of millions yeah. of dollars and fled to Africa and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, now that you kind of know that, you know, a lot of the people that were riding with him are actually not black, they're all like white people, it's fine. But now that he is a multimillionaire who lives in Utah, who's, you know, who's not relatable and cannot relate to us, mm. I think that's why his jokes are not funny because he's missing the mark. Whereas bringing this back to like relevant comedians now, <laughs> also, we went to the show recently, and Daniel slapped his knee so much he shot himself. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, that that show was, was good. I can tell because the whole podcast was you being like my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> I stand him. I nah, I was pulsating. Dan Chappelle's always been the goat. Yeah. yeah. Right. And I was. I even told these guys. I was like, this show is going to to determine if it's actually mm. the goat. Mm. Nothing happened to him. He's not cancelled. Like he's still yeah, making no, money. But I went there. Like sometimes it's different when you're watching it live. You know? Yeah, like Chris Rock was one. Chris that Rock. I was us. there. I was watching his stuff. I was like, man, this is good. And then I was watching Boring. Chris Rock. He's not relatable as well. He only became more relatable now because of this incident that happened with Will Smith. Well, yeah. Because people can relate to what it feels like to be publicly embarrassed. Yeah, yeah. yeah. but I'm not gonna lie. That 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 the latest special. He was actually talking about the slap. I don't know if you guys that was good. Yeah, that was horrible. Good. Wait, wait, Chris. 
There was such great oh. mixed reviews. I love this. Please, everyone. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, let's get into it. Yeah, let's heard you guys say good. He said terrible. Wait, what are you talking about? Let it special. What do you mean by that? Like he that just the, dropped the, one. The, the, the oh. one that he did live on Netflix. Yeah, he did live. Yeah, came yeah. out like last week. And he yeah, oh, he, he actually addressed okay, the slap. He spent right, like right. I've been talking about what we spent. No, 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 no. Oh wait, no, that's trash. But you're right. They saw like a lot of mixed reviews on that. What was who watched it? I watched it. I never watched the full thing, but I did see decent clips. I did see the full Will Smith thing as well. I, I didn't. I, I, you watched the full Will Smith it. one? The full segment. Yeah. yeah, yeah I, I, I watched the whole thing. You watched the whole thing, right? Um, what was your views? I'm not going to lie. The first half was a little bit funny. Like, it like when I say funny, I mean like wasn't <laughs> slapping. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's a repeat of some jokes, yes. As no, someone who follows Chris Chris Rock and seen him live. Yes, yes. Repetition oh. of was talking about his older divorce. jokes. Yeah. yeah. The divorce, talking about his kids. His daughter, yeah. Yeah, all that. I was like, man, I'm pretty sure I heard this. Respectability but I don't know, stuff. I don't know if it was like the live show. Or just that was, because it was the same thing. It was the thing. same, was was the same, same tour. And but then it yeah. felt like I yeah. heard this a long, long time yeah. ago. I was like, okay. Yeah. But the second half was, was beautiful. It was like the last 20 minutes, right? The last 15 minutes? Yeah, like, like, specific like, to like the 20, 20 25 Smith minutes. Will Smith? Yeah. Oh. oh, man. Right. That was good. I think he rushed it. I think... He Wait, was ner- full hour. I think he was nervous. No, that that's oh, that last half. Yeah, that segment. I think that segment, that segment there, that last twenty minutes, was too fast. Like I think he messed up one of the jokes. He messed up yeah. the jokes. He was nervous. I think you could tell in the delivery. Right, it's live, um, and, and it's also like it's it is what it is. I think he's a very smart comedian. He's also yeah. really good at what he does, and he's good businessman. Great businessman as well, right? Um. My experience of that, watching that, I was kind of like, okay, this is fine. This is nothing. Wow. I think, um, I think is it Marlon Wayans? Yeah. I think yeah, he, yeah, he, he did a better job. Thank you. Yeah, he did, he did a better did. job. Oh, yes. Um, yes. And I watched that part too. I think the reason why he did a better job, because he was able to like, f- like I, I, know, I, I liked his, even though, you know, his comedy is up and down for me. Yeah. I think he spoke about the issue in a very smart and funny way. And the delivery yeah. of yeah. it was smart because he talked, to, he, he made the whole issue the about part, himself. Yeah, yeah. yeah, like, and it was, I, I, with, with Chris Rock, are we going to get into the, the slap? Or what, what's yeah, your no, thoughts go, on go it? Run, what's run, your run, thoughts run. on the slap? As someone who got caught by a journalist to talk about it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's how you bring up both of the situations because I watched both of them and yeah. both of them delivered the same joke very differently, right? One yeah. of them was able to obviously talk about it because I've seen what happened. Another one was Chris triggered. Was and Chris was like, so that's why I think he was looking nervous to talk about it. Like, not nervous to talk about yeah. it, but like, there's something attached to it. Yeah, that. there's something attached to it. But Loki was so emotional. Like, when he said the B word like 10 times, I don't know if you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah. But I'm like, yeah, nah, this guy. He, he, he still needs to Yeah, nah, nah, nah. He still got to go on nah, it. Like, Loki was hurt. Yeah. Was and hurt. Like, I think, like, he, oh, what's your p- uh, thoughts on this, this slap situation? Oh, the slap. Like, I think he's allowed to be hurt, right? Yeah, like, definitely. I think it's a very My G was at work and he was doing his job and he got slapped. Yeah. Oh, okay. So I thought you were saying, I thought you were about to say, well, Smith was allowed to be hurt. But I mean, yes. I of think course they're all hurt, hurt, but yeah. Yeah. this is why I love Grey. That's probably why your wife shouldn't be sleeping when I was saying you shouldn't be sleeping on it. That why you're has married. nothing to do with. That has a lot. It literally. His has wife a has. Lot. Look. Let's discuss. Ah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> one by one. Uh, I'll give, I'll let's give. let's dissect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's, <laughs> yeah. Um, let's undress as she did. Um, <laughs> what? 
Okay, yeah. Continue. Okay. Uh, so <laughs> we're not gonna shame Jada for being in a consensual relationship exactly. with another person. Thank you. Uh, we can be a bit concerned about the fact of, of his age it, huh? and oh, the power oh, dynamics oh, that existed yeah. within yeah. that. Yeah. And yeah. I'm I'm more than that, but I'm not gonna slut shame yeah. her because yeah. she decided to have an open relationship. But there's huh? a I concern. I would be entanglement. They had. Just wanted the commenters to know what to call you. <laughs> but this is the label for Nora. Right <laughs> so you know, yeah. <laughs> Google uh, enmeshment way there. <laughs> oh, yeah. right. Okay. There's, okay, there's a concern. Yeah. So let's mm. unpack this, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. So I think it is genuinely unhealthy. Mm-hmm. This is where it comes to like your foundations, all these principles, all this stuff. I can accept anyone's life. Be in an open marriage if you want to, all this stuff. But I think we can genuinely accept that there's a more healthy way to do life and there's a more unhealthy way to do life. Right, or there are greater so, complexities. In or, or yeah, or things that will complicate your life. But are we or whatever. talking about the slap? Because um, no, 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 So no, we're starting with Will Smith. I mean, okay, it sounds I'm like starting yeah. with their relationship. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Stop, right? Yeah, yeah. I'll okay. give you an example. What's the issue? Okay, no, I'll give you an I example. You what I mean by that? Connect right? it directly. Yes. So right now, yes. like genuinely, I don't really partake in drugs at all. Yep. Right. You said really. What does that mean? Yeah, I don't. I don't partake. What do you classify as a drug? <laughs> Anything that can alter your mind state, right? Yeah, so Panadol, right? <laughs> I don't know if that alters your mind state. Um, oh, yeah, that's cool. But we could all say, mo- like, it's a fair general statement to say you are better off not doing cocaine than doing it. In what context? Because Every if context. I want to get lit, cocaine is. Okay, you want to get lit once ah, cocaine shit, isn't. Fentanyl, isn't it? No, because I, I, I again, here's your sweeping statements that you make, right? Okay. I think there is context for everything. I'm going to relay you back because you, you're really good at going so far from the topic, right? So the main topic here yeah. is Will Smith, that, right? I, that's, I was right? going to bring it back. I, I'm not sure you were, <laughs> right? <laughs> she said, you're not the bring the back daddy, right? <laughs> She's the bag daddy, right? Catchphrases. If we bring it to the, the, the thing. Uh, Chris Rock made a really good comment. The comment was, if you bring your relationship to the, a public forum yep. and discuss it, yep. um, now you give me the free license yep. to discuss it yeah. because Absolutely. I'm not discussing something Absolutely. that was Absolutely. private, yeah. Yeah. right? So, you know, your private relationship that you have, Absolutely. you're not talking about it. So it's rude if I talk about it. Yeah. Yeah. But if you're here, like he said, yeah. crying about what's going on, it gives me some type of license to talk about it, especially as a public commentator Mm -hmm. and you both as public figures, right? Mm -hmm. So is that what you're referring to? I was just going to say like- Because I'm trying to help you. I'm really, (laughs) I'm trying to get the comment section on your side. (laughs) They're like, like, let let me drown. Let me drown. Please let me drown. (laughs) What I was going to say is I genuinely don't think it is the healthiest way to live your life. And I will say as a man, as a man, even if you are doing the same non in, in my in my eyes, I will honestly say, like, having partners outside of your partner in marriage is not a smart way to live. For right? you. For me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For you. And I would honestly say n- every single man I know would be insecure knowing that another man is sleeping with his wife. Incorrect statement. Without consent. Incorrect statement. Every single man I know. That's every single man. Oh, sorry. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just said every single man for stop, and I was every like, oh, 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 and I, I would, I would honestly say, because you I'll, most likely surround yourself with people who think like you, right? Who have the same kind of thinking around. Yeah, yeah. Because I think, and that's 
And what I'm saying is like, I generally think that stuff kind of breeds resentment, breeds hurt. Now when people start talking about it, and I guess this is where it's about bringing it out in public, right? Is okay, maybe you are okay with that in your private life, whatever. But then once you start nonstop hearing everyone's opinion about it, right? Mm -hmm. A lot of people that share the sentiment that I share when it comes to that kind Mm -hmm. of stuff, right? Even if you, at first you were like, yeah, this is cool, whatever. Because he was also sleeping with many women. People know this, right? That's what I'm saying. Like the the open relationship's not not an issue. I'm not saying it's on her, right? Like I'm saying, but I'm saying, once everyone starts talking about it, that is going to drive you crazy. Also because, and now this can be a whole um, misogyny conversation. It's like everyone focused but on you her need thing, to re- not you his. You need to rewind a little bit. There are, there are a couple who purposefully do this. Like there is like- P- Purposefully talk about this stuff. Yeah, right. like they purposely yeah, yeah, know, bring people's exactly. stuff in. Like they're yeah. like, "Hey, come into my house." Like there's a level of like Vore's um, uh, exhibitionism uh, that they engage in. I agree. Is which is willing. Like uh, they, they're doing it purposefully. Mm, the yeah. actual red table talk was in their house. Okay, exactly mm. right. But then it's like, I don't think that slap comes from just a place of yo, you made fun of my wife's appearance. Well, th- that's the reason I'm like, let's talk there about is it. getting made fun of. Right? That's why I'm like, let's Which talk about it. Which means it has to have come from years of, hey, I'm Will, I'm not going to be the butt of the joke anymore. Mm-hmm. I genuinely uh, don't no. know where it comes from. Cause, cause, I don't know cause, cause, have you read his book? To move like that. Have you read his book? No. I know we're all human, yeah. but as that's what I'm saying. There's a lot more to that because we're definitely all human. So that is a possibility. I'm not going to rule that possibility out that it might be years of da-da-da-da. But it's like, existing in that space for so long and this and the existing in that space being the income of your life as well that's just how you live your lifestyle mm. i don't know how that is what pushes you over the edge when there's xyz that could have done that for so many times and that's why i said i know how Bro, the, the one thing that is the most i would say for most people and now obviously hollywood relationships we don't know what the thing is whatever but most people would say that their marriage is the most important thing in their life right is this, it was yeah, the but when you look at their you. situation, I, 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 think, I know it, it I might not be. You're right? making That's opinions based on like what your experience oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely, is. Absolutely, because I think I like. Don't know well, what, what does the book say? Because yeah, yeah, what does the book say? About it looks like so, there might have been a reference there. So I think his parents. So this is my this is my this is my this is my take, right? Um, my take is, I love the gray in this because both of them are coming into that space space with baggage. Yes. Right? And they're coming into that, that space with history. Mm-hmm. So um, so if I'm looking from... Um, Both being Will and Jada? No, Will and Chris. Because okay. I think Jada's been placed into something that she shouldn't be. And I think that's a, a racialized and a gendered experience that she's going through by being a black woman who gets the fall for things that she literally didn't do in that space, right? Mm-hmm. He, he lost control in that moment, not Jada. Right, even though she was the butt of the joke, oh, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I think like, and she said like she's she made the apology and all that kind of stuff before. Like, like this is not my involvement. I didn't want it to yeah, happen. Yeah. All that kind of stuff, right? So I'm taking Jada out because I don't think she has a space here, right? So you don't think Jada looked at Will like, what you gonna do? I don't think that happened. I don't think. Well, that's what even if she did, it's his, it's yeah, his yeah, loss yeah, of yeah. control, right? Like, yeah. Even if she said get him, like it doesn't matter. Like <laughs> she said, what would Tupac? Do? <laughs> oh, <laughs> no, nah, honestly, because the first clip you see Will Smith dying and then. Bro, we I think he looked over. No, I think he looked over. Nah, nah, nah. That's still. We don't have that. We actually right. don't so, have what actually went down. So if we go back to the book, right? So mm-hmm. some, so I haven't read the whole complete book. I read like little snippets, right? But my understandings of some of the things that he wrote about is that a lot of his trauma is around his father losing control and family violence, right? And a lot of the thing that's motivated him in his career, because Will is also a very unique character. And the way he's engaged 
in Hollywood is in a very unique way. And I would kind of go towards like the toxic positive positivity is how I would describe yeah. how Will presents himself now anyway of like this. You can change your life. Everything's great. Everything's fine. Oh my God, look at me. Um, mm. And I think the, the the level of like, he talks about like having to have so much control of himself because he's so afraid that he's going to lose control and be like his dad who just has violent emotional outbursts mm -hmm. and people have to witness that like he had to witness that and and I just looked at a man who literally did that and I go oh like the th not just the therapist in me but like me as an individual is like I hope he's okay because that was so far out of like he was crying through yeah. his accept acceptance speech. like this is the pinnacle of his career and the highest thing that he's been like trying so hard to get and that he completely, he, his worst fear came true that he's on a public forum where he's violently hit someone and then in this weird way continued on. And then like that's forever marked, that, yeah. that, that moment's immortalised in everyone's collective memory. Just kind of like, like he's kind of, yeah, that's replayed like that's always going to be the most yeah. thing we re remember him. Yeah, and like maybe twenty crazy. years later, we yeah. might slowly like dilute it. We'll but right now, it, yeah. Will Smith, the number one actor, like mm -hmm. everyone's like like two, three generations of people know him, right? So I think of that, and I'm holding that, and what that must be, because I don't think that's something that he's proud of. Yeah. And I don't. And if I was someone who knew him, I would be like, I'm concerned for you for that. Um, to do it in such an unsafe space as well, like not like we should be hitting anyone, but like in a white in that white space where yeah. white people were critically analyzing this and engage. I'm like, yeah, it would have been really up. bad if Chris fought back. That yes. would have been a really and I, bad And then, then you talk about Chris, right? On the other side, right? Someone who is talked about in his, uh, I'm not sure if he's got a book, but I think he's talked in the past about like- Everybody hates Chris. Um, well, that's his TV show. Mm -hmm. Yes. But he's talked about how he's been bullied mm -hmm. and how he has a history of, one thing I found out about him was that he struggles to read people's emotions or like and, and engage in that way. Like he has some type of neurodiversity around that. And he has trauma around being the smallest guy. And he talks about it in his stand up about like like look at Will, look at me, right? Like I am yeah. tiny, I'm a small guy. And how many times in my life have I been the small guy that's gone picked on? And I've gone into comedy, so I don't get picked on. And here I am at like a really high point in my career, doing this really big thing. And Yes, I made an, an insensitive joke um, and I should reap the consequences of that joke as fit, should I have been assaulted in that way? Um, and should I have been assaulted publicly as yeah. well? Because that's a, a different layer of like mm. trauma, right? That's immortalized. And then on the third layer is, and everyone else is defending the person that like hurt me, right? Yeah, like, wrong. like how rough is it that everyone's now like defending the person yeah. that literally slapped? And I had to continue working, yeah. which is a relatable experience. Like, how many times do people talk about like at work this person said the maddest, rudest thing, and then everyone laughed it off, and I'm sitting there mad as hell mm. that this person did this awful thing to me. So I'm, I'm sitting there, and I, when I'm watching, listening to his stand up, I thought, what would have made the stand up slightly like just like elevated mm. better for me is if he had that nuanced thing that like, and then you guys all laughed at him when like laughed at me when that happened. Mm. And I have to do like, that would have like mm. that level of like insight and yeah, an awareness yeah, yeah. to me would have like escalated the mm. stand up Fair. a little bit and made it just a little bit more critical and like a little bit more interesting. So when I look at that scenario and I think of like these two black men who have gone through this awful thing because of their awful experiences and they are accountable to those experiences. And then to have to, that had to have 
for that to have to have happened in such a white space in their workplaces, I just go like, everyone's a loser. Like everyone here yeah. has lost. Like this is why yeah. I'm thinking there's so much more deeper to that. I'm like what? I just don't know. I know people can lose control. Like I, I said, I go back to that again. Mm-hmm. But I'm just like after existing in that. Space. Does it matter? Does it matter? Like no matter what the thing would have been, mm. like. Maybe Chris Rock whispered to him right before. I'm gonna hate Like, does it matter? Like, the, yeah. like in the end of the day, the 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 trigger point for him is a personal trigger point. Like, yeah. it doesn't it actually. Happen, yeah. yeah, like it's like you know, if that if you see that happen in the outside world, like so, the thing that I say is like. Um, when people talk about mental health to me, I'll be like, or like in the well-being experience, I'll be like, yeah, mental health um, contextualizes and helps us understand what's happening, but doesn't justify it, right? Mm. So if someone has a particular diagnosis, it doesn't yeah. justify yeah. the, the reason they yeah. stabbed me, yeah. Yeah. but I know that they might be high and that has altered what's going on for them. Yeah. But they, yeah, because yeah. uh, I like, because I was actually going to ask a question because it's so hard because you're right, like everything is grey or the majority of things are yeah. grey, right? But then it's like, Whenever we do the whole, will like let's just in this context, right? Mm-hmm. Will you were wrong, but the reason he was wrong is because he's experienced. It's like don't we just negate the hurt that that other person mm-hmm. is experiencing because we're always giving a mm-hmm. reasoning behind the actions, mm-hmm. right? Because like at what point do we just go, you're wrong? Like, like uh, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. graphic example, and I don't want to get into it too much, but it's like let's say a assault victim, mm-hmm. right? then assaults someone. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm talking about like sexual assault here, mm-hmm. right? T- like as crazy as it sounds, in that case, I don't care about your history. I only care about this person that's been assaulted. For me. But yes. So, and I think as someone who uh, worked in a prison, right? Mm. So my, I worked in a women's prison and my role in that space was a trauma counsellor. Mm-hmm. And that's why I specialise in I'm mm. a trauma therapist. Um, so I worked with people who have uh, perpetrated crime um, but also have been victims of crime yep. and victims of traumatic experiences. So they, you know, that that trope yep. of hurt people have hurt people, right? And I, me as the trauma worker, needs to be able to see their humanity in that. Of course, yeah. And I think whereas the the mother of the the victim that doesn't need to do that. Yeah. That's why I always get mad, right? In like these crime shows when they ask the mom, "What do you think?" I'm like, the mom defend their yeah, child she's gonna be like i never thought my kid would like he's a sweet yeah, like, don't ask the mum. no don't ask the, yeah, f- the, the yeah. family of the accused if they're like yeah. no my son's innocent like of course they're gonna say that right <laughs> because that's their what role are you playing in this space right so in the will smith the last situation like in in when when do we have to like we can understand behavior we're not going to justify the behavior so someone needs to understand mm. and humanize him and i humanize him because when white people are piling on to them, I'm like, no, I'm going to protect him from white people. And I'm going to be like, no, actually, let's humanize this and let's have... But if I'm talking to Chris, I'm like, yo, that was... He's tripping, bro. Yeah, that was awful. <laughs> like, yeah. you know what I mean? And yeah, I think, yeah. like, know your place and your lane yeah. of when when, when that makes the sense. severity of each thing is going to happen. But how do you do that if... Because you clearly, not studied, but you kind of looked into it, you know? Yeah. I mean, looked at the book, understood the references, understood... Chris Ross, you know, yeah, yeah, you know, now what you're saying makes sense. Yeah. But what about for someone who doesn't really understand, haven't read the book, just saw that happen? Like, how do you turn around and say, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, how do I, I so, yeah. what, so what's the question? So like, because you, you were saying, 
looking at him a certain way because you understand why he did a certain thing, mm-hmm. all assuming, right? Yep. Because you took the time to understand that. But I'm just saying, for us, we just watched the Oscars and just saw that happen. Yeah. Then we're just going to look at it as like, okay, cool. Like, this guy just not even lost control or not even uh, this is what Will Smith yeah. is actually afraid of, right? Yeah. Which is pretty deep. But for us, it's more yeah. of like... Well, not everything's going to be deep for yeah, everyone, yeah? yeah? Got, someone's going to be like, yo, yeah. that was awful. Yeah. Point blank. I think, uh, I think it's when we get to a particular, like, extremity, like... Will Smith should die as a, like you know what I mean like well no should he like should they come out and say this is why I did this like Will Smith Who? come out kind of mm. come out and explain uh, rather than us coming up with our own conclusion well I think the the situation is that you're not meant to see people's situations you, these type of things are meant to typically be handled in public yes and so so just the nature of that is unnatural anyway at the core. So when you're saying should these people um, have to come out and explain actions, explain this, that, it's like naturally we're not even meant yeah. to be observing but celebrity very private situations. That, that's yes. not a natural not content. Right? I, I, but there's even more reason to why. Sorry, I'm gonna yeah. say, I, I, I went quiet because I wanted to think of the answer of what I wanted to say. And I think if you do something publicly, I think yeah. the forum in which you create hurt, mm-hmm. I, in my personal belief, is yeah. the forum in which you have to Manage mend it. that hurt. Yeah, now, it's the choice of the person that you've hurt or the communities that you hurt Touch. and how they accept yeah. or engage in it. But if I, on my public page, have, is, have written stuff about your podcast that's not true and it's quite hurtful, and then I apologise to you privately, but it's like no one knows. It's still yeah. Right. <laughs> like, yeah, so we need to then go back to that forum and be yeah. like, pr- like publicly that, yeah, yeah. and then I need to publicly take that back. So hence why... Um, Will Smith and Jada both made those yeah. public for statements because yeah. that it was done publicly. Like, yeah. What about now private situations that are brought to light by other parties? Okay, I love this. Give me an example. Damn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but if they tell you know when you have a good idea but not a good example. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, repeat it because I might repeat it because I, I agree I'm with I'm that. I have a scenario. What I was saying. So, that I'll so go back oh, to I'll us. give you an example. Okay, you got an example. Oh, so you got an example. Got yeah, one. yeah. So uh, let's say there's a, you know a couple who have a podcast, right? <laughs> <laughs> So I think, let, let's say, like, think of any couple, not just you guys, so, like, in, in general, who, who break up privately. Yeah. And they've posted on socials and stuff like that, about right? About it? No, no, no. no just, just like... Them, them, in relationship, right? yeah. Exactly, yeah. right? Uh, uh-huh. Love you. Oh, Valentine's right. Day. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then now they break up. And they, you know, what's the... Should I now publicly state that I'm broken up? Do I make it obvious? Like, that's, you know... That's a good example. That's what you're that, that you were saying. Like, so do I now delete my pictures mm-hmm. and clean my timeline? Do I throw a post and be like, you know, "F this, still a single life for me"? Like, what? Where should I? How should I be moving? So, private situation. That how do I engage in it publicly? How do you engage in it publicly if you've been d- divulging in it publicly? Is what you're saying, right? Yeah. So there's a level of like uh, disclosure that's mm-hmm. happened publicly. So, so I know you can't relate because of your private Instagram, <laughs> but like for those, <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> uh, but think of your multiple identities. And yeah, yeah, pick uh, one. Pick yeah. one right now. <laughs> one of your families. I don't know where they are. Where you exist in the world, right? But <laughs> see, that one is slightly different because you've personally divulged into pr- yeah, into yeah. private matters. I'm saying like a private matter that you have not disclosed. Closed. Someone so let's did. say you've been outed, le- leaks, etc., cetera, etc., cetera. Yeah. and now you now have to publicly manage 
So you, someone's cheated and now it's publicly available, right? And you know, that's not You're, something. Okay, okay, wait, so are you, are you still talking example? about celebrities though? Yes. In okay. Celebrity oh, so, like, let's say. Um, oh, sorry. I, I don't know. I just. Yeah. I, 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 I just answered. I, 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 I just said yes. I just said yes. I don't know. Rewind the tape. So, I don't know. Kevin Hart's group chat with the boys leaks, and he's been making whatever. Use some slurs. He had that. I was going to use that as an example. He had that situation with the slurs, but he also had that situation where he was being tweets. Yeah. About the dollhouse and stuff. No, no, no. He had that situation with. Where people were trying to, um, no, 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 no. He was cheating oh, on his wife. How yeah. has this man done in his life that we can't Wait, be? Is he uh, in yeah. Vegas? <laughs> yeah, and, yeah, and, yeah, and yeah. they were trying to, um, what, what is it? Blackmail, Blackmail him, yeah. Yeah. right? So it's kind of like yeah. it's the private thing is coming up. And then he brought it up. Yeah, yeah. So it's kind of like, yeah. is that yeah. what you're referring to? Look, yeah, um, I've lost exactly where I was going. <laughs> so <laughs> many dilemmas. But yeah. essentially, right. I was just saying, so we have one situation. No, yeah, we just have one situation where. Nice save, nice save. I knew that's what I was trying to do. I knew that's what I was trying to do, but I wanted to finish my sentence. No, we like 20, 10 minutes. But obviously, he was talking about public situation. You publicly address it. I mean, that's what we were talking about, sorry. Yeah. And then I'm just like, that that makes sense. But I'm like, now, yeah, private situations where it's like, you actually weren't trying to bring this up to the rest of the world. Rest of the world or society or mm. your community Drake is and talking baby. about X, Y, Z, right? <laughs> Trying to hide my baby from And it's like, and I, I feel like most times I end up, I end up maybe not respecting that individual. Maybe, I'll, I'll let me flip it. I end up seeing that that person seems happier when they just don't address it because like, this was not my, I didn't want to bring this up. Yeah. You brought this up and you guys are discussing it, mm. but I'm going to keep pushing with my life. Mm. And I feel like those individuals always end up, um, just looking a lot happier with how they navigate the situation. Mm. So I'm just like, yeah, when things are private, brought out, and the rest of the world is discussing your situation that you weren't ready to discuss yet, yeah, is that something you're also now meant to just address publicly because everyone else is talking so about it? Basically, mm. not that this is ever going to happen, but you two, separate ways, not going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> and then Noel goes off and says, oh, yeah, by the way, they're not together anymore. So then now, is, is that the kind of situation? Now you kind of, you no, know, someone comes up to you and say, hey, is that true? So then now you're kind of forced to bring it up. Is, is that what you're saying? It's different if Noor has gone and told one person directly. But I'm just saying. But if I like post on my story. Yeah. That's different. Yeah. That does that because it's no, like. Yeah, but you know, kind of telling I, I think sometimes it's no, no, you taking it. control of when and how you want right. to do yeah. something right. is yeah. really important. And in an age of like immediacy, that's, that's I think that's what you're referring yes. to. Like the idea that things have to be immediate. We have to immediately respond to something. And I think you end up you find celebrities who say sorry five different ways and the right. fifth time they mm. finally listen to their publicist, mm. right? Yeah. So I think, so I think like, you know, I think sometimes. That's so true. Because you can tell what they might have listened yeah, to. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the baby, the right? Oh, my days, <laughs> that's what I'm thinking of. <laughs> the baby, right? Like, literally, like, the yeah. baby, like, the, when, the, when the bag got too big, he yeah. was like, like, let me just pay for, yeah. let me pay so for Send this. me that message again. <laughs> yeah. it's just a baby. I hate the iOS press release, though. That really annoys me when yeah, they, yeah. The, you know, the note app when they upload oh, that. Oh, uh, I hate it so it. much. Give me, just go on Canva and make a nice. It's a free app. Please just yeah. get your little cousin. That's still in high school to do it for you. Right? So I think that there's a, there's a sense of urgency mm. that happens for a lot of people. Mm. Right. I think that See. if you just take time, well, deal with your feelings first, yeah. right? And I think there's a, the, you not managing how you feel about it. And I think anytime, what, I, what I've learned, especially have, having had a public profile as a therapist, um, 
is that I think I've had to deal with my feelings. I've made mistakes. I've made public mistakes. Right. And I've had to deal with my feelings about that first mm-hmm. and process. Because sure. I'm human. I'm, a, I'm allowed to be upset about something. Yeah. Um, but, but I'm not necessarily – I shouldn't do that publicly. Mm-hmm. And choosing when things should be private and when things should be public uh, I mm. think is fine. I yeah. think if, you're, if you have any form of public facingness, I think you, you need to be able to have boundaries and – and have a process of, of dealing with things so you are in your rational mind yeah, yeah, yeah. and you're not in this um, overwhelmed state. Yeah. yeah. Thank you for articulating much better. No problem. I just want dilemmas. I thought yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. these dilemmas. I man. want problems always. What do you guys want? <laughs> problems always. Do you guys want... I don't like peace. Some relation ones. Give us a good one. Mm. Give it, we'll do a couple. Some personal... I mean, how much time you yeah, got yeah, on your hands? Yeah, and this yeah. is a Ooh, be careful with how you answer this. All day, you messed up. <laughs> and then what? You messed up so and bad. Then, and then as soon as I get the first question, <laughs> yeah, I got right. a wrap. <laughs> <laughs> I should go Uber outside. Yeah. Uh, mix it up. Mix I, I, it up. All right. <laughs> well, that's not a nice way to look at someone's dilemma, man. I know, right? Yeah, yeah, this guy. All right. No, this isn't. This isn't what I was laughing at. Just saying it. Also, guys, this is a comedy podcast. This is not a substitute for therapy. <laughs> yeah, bad. bad. <laughs> this is I mean, not. A, 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 it's not a substitution for it's therapy. Substitute. I want to be really sorry, clear. Guys, it's not, it's not. But this Laughter is not. Is the best medicine. <laughs> it's not a medicine, actually. It doesn't. It is not a medicine. Fact check. All right. Um, this is a start. This is the one I was laughing at. Just say again. And you guys also answered the question. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, as always. Don't worry. Dude, sure, we didn't bring sure. it here. While I do damage control blood. mentally, exactly. yeah, I'm like, okay, should exactly. I speak before Nur or after Nur? <laughs> <laughs> if I speak before, he won't say it. If I speak after, I can cover it up. I don't know. Which <laughs> I one? speak after, after Nur, smile, yeah? <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm low-key scared of making new guy friends because I end up always liking them. Damn. Aw. That's the dilemma. That is tough. I'm, I'm low-key low scared okay. of making new guy friends because I, I end up always... Okay, so okay, so I'm low-key scared of making... Okay, so let's create a question out of this, right? Mm-hmm. So the question is... How what? do I stop liking my guy friends? Oh, what should I do? Okay, yeah, yeah. sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Do you see where I'm going? Yes, yes, yes. Actually, yes. do you want me to be the host? Because I feel like... Possible. I don't know, right now, thank you. <laughs> I feel like a struggling journey. <laughs> yes. Um... Do you guys have answers? I, I, I got one. I got one. Yeah, yeah. Real yeah. quick, real quick. How, well, how Toxic you, masculinity all the time. Yeah, how did you different. rephrase this question? Um, so I, the question was. The dilemma is the phrase. The the statement was: I'm lucky scared of making new guy friends because I end up always liking them. Yep. And the question is: What should I do? Mm. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Okay. Just to make it like. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. We know where we're going. Yeah. So we're not yeah. like psychoanalyzing this person. Yeah. 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 So if that was you, or if that was someone that you knew, what would you do? I was gonna say just send it. Wait, With send, what? Send what? Just like all the all yeah. of them? Yeah. Wait, what? Damn. Yeah, I think I lean towards that. Because what's yeah. wrong with that? Yeah. Okay. Well, it means if that it's in a healthy context, like although it because what? Like let's 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 add context. Hold a yeah. Platonic friendship. A platonic friendship. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 Exactly. yeah. So I'm saying she sounds like they're, they're falling for them. Right. Yeah. And I'm saying that is not a problem because if they actually are. Um, What's the word? Here? I don't think they want to fall for. Yeah, them. that's why. Oh, okay, yeah, they don't want to fall for them, right? But it's like they also wouldn't be mad if that ends up being a relationship. I'd assume. Well, she's if, if, sorry, let me bring it back. Yeah, me I, in I this situation. Mm. Me in this situation. If that's my blah 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 blah, blah mm. I found an, a, a guy, whatever, a guy friend here, and now I like him. Okay. Yeah. Well, it's and a girl, then right? now so he likes me back. So okay, okay, but best deal. So but, but, but the loophole rule. So for like, you, it's girls. Like I don't want to make friends with girls because I end up liking them. Yeah. 
<laughs> but if they like me back, I've struck gold. Okay, but what about this? You yeah, get into a relationship. It's my friend and I like them and they like me. Boom, no, bow, no, let's no. get it cracked. No, no, so Daniel, mate. the thing is, if you get into a relationship with them because they like you and you like them, mm-hmm. that means that you can't make new girlfriends because you're going to... Like okay, you're taking. You're gonna like. the level of it is now where there might yeah, be a problem. Yeah, yeah. because mm. the problem is that they can't make exactly. New that's all I was gonna say. It's boundaries. But I wonder. Yeah, if it depends on the depth of the friendships that you want. Though, yeah, but well. that's why you mm. create the boundaries there. So you, that you yeah, I should. I guess the the curiosity I have is like, what would we do? The curiosity I'd have is what is it about someone giving you attention as a friend that um that is so scarce that yeah. it makes you like that person. Yeah. Because the the curiosity I'd have is like, oh, is is this unfamiliar for you? Is it unfamiliar for you? And is that an experience that you don't have? Mm. Um, like, you know, is Male it... Male attention. Or just being... Father wasn't in your well, life. My no, not always. Yeah. It could just be like, I don't... I, I, I actually don't have experience with have I don't have guy cousins. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't have, you know, guy friends or in my in my community. I like I know I wasn't allowed to like hang with boys for a while, yep. right? So I don't have that experience. So is it something about like um someone providing me um attention I can't differentiate mm-hmm. if it's platonic or not? Uh, yeah. Um yeah, so I'm I'm thinking yeah. yeah. Or is it that like uh if we want to get deep, is there something about me that I feel, you know, I'm insecure about that. That when people are, uh, you feel like guys would only like you for that kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. So that's kind of you oh, know. That's good. Yeah. My, I would my, say yeah. get a therapist. But my thing is, why are we <laughs> taking <laughs> it? <laughs> but I'm saying, almost my thing is like, why are we taking it all the way there? Because what if it's like you're a great selector of people, and you actually are choosing very compatible and very very. Because I mean, that wouldn't be a dilemma. Then. Bro, it a wouldn't a be a dilemma. It's a dilemma. But, but now the situation is they're not liking you back, and the friendship falls out. I don't think well, it sounds saying. like they're wanting right? friends too. Exactly. Like, I think yeah. they just want yeah, yeah, yeah. some. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm saying, yeah, yeah. So my thing is like, yeah, but so that's why I'm like, why are we taking it to the fact of like that they are? That's why I said I would be curious. Right. Okay. I'm not saying this is what you are. So this is why I have words meaning. So I'm curious about this because because it could be like, oh, nah, I just like like you said, I when I pick friends, they're like the creme de la creme, and then I don't like actually, you know what? I yeah. want lock the bag. Like I want to keep <laughs> it in, yeah. right? So and that's fine if that's mm. the case. But if someone's presenting as a dilemma, yeah. I guess w- why do you find that problematic? And mm. it sounds like because you don't want that to be happening. Exactly. Yeah. Hence, you know, you, something you go, you know, impl- implications are made. You know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have to read between the line uh, and yes. bring it out. You know, I like that. Uh, so well, what, what else we got? Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, cool. yeah cool. Cool. That was a nice one. That was a yeah, nice like one. That was really good. 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 Yeah, yeah, let's let's round of applause. Therapist. Got mini therapist. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I love us. We said yeah. Said that yeah. Boundaries. And then she's like, I'm curious. What? <laughs> <laughs> right. So I don't want to judge. Like, <laughs> I don't makes sense the way you look at it that way. The though. way you judge a good therapist is how curious they are about mm. things. Yes, right. yes. Because yes. I can't make an. an you That's can't why it's always it about unpacking. It's never about just packing it and leaving it at that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm going to say that even with that answer, like I don't even know if you gave a therapist answer or if it was just like from a female perspective. Because I was like, I relate 100%. Yeah. I was like, that's how I would have answered it. Yeah. You know, That's why I relate with you the most. Yeah, so that's why I love you. I love you. Good, 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 good. Yeah, 100%. Anyway, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Ready? My partner and I... I think we need to. I think we need to. My partner and I don't conversate say anymore and our relationship is deading but we have so much baggage between us to separate what should i do there's more i've also been talking to this other person and really maybe we should start with the first one 
Or do you guys read want the whole thing? No, no, I want the whole context. Yeah, I, lo- yeah, yeah. I love the story. Right? Okay, all right, all right. I'll start again. My partner and I had don't conversate anymore and our relationship is deading, but we have so much baggage between us to separate. What should I do? I've also been talking to this per- other person and really enjoying our conversation. I can see myself falling in love with them. Is this cheating? My partner doesn't know. Partner uh, doesn't know, then. <laughs> <laughs> Where do we start? Yeah, an idiot. Right? If your partner doesn't know, then that's a problem. Yeah. Ah, yeah. So he, he had us in the first half. <laughs> <laughs> he had us in the first half. Like, 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 I don't know. <laughs> hey. uh, uh, again, everyone's definition of cheating might be different. They're like, asking us, is this cheating? Yeah, I mean, they, that's our thoughts, our opinion. Mm. I guess everyone will have different Running it back again, the, the main thing that they were saying, though, is that the conversation isn't really well, going on. Well, there's two questions. They asked two questions, right? Yes. So what should I do with my first relationship? What should I do with the relationship and right now? When, and they said there's too so much baggage between us to separate. So my... My curiosity. Why the conversation? Dead. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. I'm curious yeah. like, about why? the array of issues that are going on. on. You know? yeah. It is a good question, though, right? It is a good question. Like, why is it? Why is the conversation? I think yeah, also, like, oh, no, go. I think it would also be nice to see when they started dating and what age they're at now. Because mm. that would also play an important role. It's like, did you guys get together when you were younger? Mm. And now a lot of life has been happening and you guys are kind of like growing separate ways. What's or the baggage? What's the, yeah, like what's that's the baggage? What's the baggage? Is it a kid? Like, yeah. That's, uh, that's what I was saying. Yeah, 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 like I think the curiosity is around the baggage. After the kid each. Hmm? Oh, that's Solomon. Bro. Old Testament. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's why people call you Solomon. conservative. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, so, was Solomon conservative yeah, as old as woman? Very when we get to your Christian podcast, we'll talk about <laughs> 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 This is my Christian podcast. <laughs> this is my Christian podcast. So we don't conversate anymore. Our convers- uh, relationship is deading. There's so yep. much baggage uh, between us to separate. What yep. should I do? Yeah. So, yep. And then the second half was like, half I've started this conversation, conversation with yeah. someone else, yeah. right? And uh, am I cheating? Yeah. I, I would, I'd be saying it's deading. What, what, what is deading for you? Mm. Right? And... The end thing that I'd be saying is, I think you're gonna have to choose. Yeah, yeah. You're gonna have to eventually be like, is this worth investing in and figuring it out? Is that something I want to do? And why is it that I can't leave? What's the baggage that's holding me back? Because it's not holding me back from starting new relationships. Right. Mm-hmm. It's holding me back from leaving. from leaving or from ending the relationship yeah. because I've already got the you know the next lined up right. And the question around cheating, I'm. Uh, I don't know what's happening. I I would say anything that you feel that you have to hide is based off your own morality already. So you have your own or expectations that have been yeah. set within well, your relationship. Yeah, well, it's yeah. based off yeah. the th- yeah, the but standards you no, have, yeah. because I think that the the hiding part is based off your own morality, right? Mm. Like it's already you've chosen yeah. that right. I'm chosen yeah, to hide yeah, this yeah, thing, yeah, yeah, yeah. so you've already decided that it's something. That's you wrong. Shouldn't be doing uh, yeah, right? Definitely. Off you. Before we even talk about what the rules are in the relationship, right? Can we right? add a second angle to that, though? You've yeah. also decided that it's safer for you to hide this aspect because it might mm. not necessarily be a morality aspect sometimes. It could also be just a... Well, I'm not moral. It's not necessarily like spiritual morality. It's just yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm also just providing the angle of like, it's not necessarily morals guiding the decision. But then again, like, who is really gonna ever be in a relationship and be fine with you? I guess bringing out, um, or if you're in an open well, relationship, unless you're in an open relationship, yeah. 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 So I was like, morals is one side, but then also another side might just be like, you can't. But, bring, the, but I can't safely bring this conversation up because I don't know what but the, the heck clash is there, right? right? You're in you're in a situation where 
you've already decided or you you're, you've already acknowledged that you're not leaving because of baggage, yeah. right? I, there's something here that's causing me to, that's holding me back from leaving but not holding me back from engaging in something else. So you need to sort that out because it's unfair. Unless there's obviously like yeah. a risk and stuff. Other but aspects. I'm taking this in the light perspective. From what we've been given. Yeah, yeah. and like you, based on what you're saying for yourself, you're saying that I'm, I'm hiding this. And I'd, I'd be curious being like, okay, what's mm. making you hide this? Yeah. And I would then be like, well, then that directly contradicts. Is that part of your baggage? Because you're hiding this? Yeah. Is that like, yeah, are yeah. these one of the baggaged items? Yeah. <laughs> Have we checked it in? Because <laughs> it sounds like you're trying to bring in more than you're yeah. allowed. Yeah. Right? So I, I would be like, you're at a point now where a foot is already stepped out and you're, you're, you're planning your exit. Yeah. Which to me sounds like you want to exit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So for everyone's healing, for the new person that you're engaging with mm-hmm. and the person that you're exiting from, I think it's time to address that. And yeah. so you can start the new relationship in a way that is, you know. Um, Not secret anymore. Yeah, yeah, that's beneficial. That can actually yeah. flourish. Mm. Yeah, in, in, yeah, in an environment that is, you know, a, a little bit more prosperous than, than the other one. I would also add low-key, because they're saying the conversation is dead. Like, are they contributing to that? Yes, I'll, I was going to say that too. Because if clearly because you, you can have you. live conversation with somebody yeah. else, yeah, then you sh- could have this there. A hundred percent. If you're putting that effort in, if it's also reciprocated. Well, you can't also revive a brick wall. No, it's not about that, Sometimes. but it's also it's also yeah. about like- yeah, There's what two what people in that relationship. Yeah, right? yeah there's yeah. a contribution. Yeah, but imagine, yeah. but okay, let's say they are contributing and it's- Yeah, yeah that's yeah, different. Yeah, yeah. I think what I was going to say- Oh, no, keep going. Keep, no, yeah, because I was just going to say, this is just a question that you're asking yourself. It's like, yeah. okay, am I contributing to this? Because if you are, and, but you have one foot out, what yeah. happens yeah. Putting yeah. In the if effort. the same thing happens in your next relationship? That means you've got to do the same thing over and over again, right? Yeah. Yeah, well, it sounds like they're securing the bag so that there's a- Like, yeah, I think- This is definitely something you'd have to unpack because- yeah. How you're creating problems for yourself, I think, yeah, um, yeah. by not addressing the problems. Mm-hmm. It's like continuously sweeping under the bag. Mm-hmm. And clearly there's there's something there that's holding you back yeah. um, that's worth figuring yeah, out. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. You know what I mean? For like sure. For the other person as well. Like for the other person in the relationship, I do them a, do them the service yeah. to end. Yeah, yeah. If that's how you're feeling. If yeah. you've, and I'm not going to, yeah. I don't know how much you've brought it up or how much you've tried and all that kind of stuff, but prolonging something is just causing more pain. Uh, yeah. yeah, and I don't think anyone wants to hurt people. I just thought of a funny joke. This episode drops on Wednesday. Yeah. Right? On Wednesday, someone gets a call. Hey, listen, I'm <laughs> <laughs> Breaking up. Taking your advice. And on Thursday, I'm in such a so my girl just <laughs> madness broke up with me. I'm like, so what? Share this podcast. I was like, ah! <laughs> no way. Yeah, yeah. Don't ever listen to podcasts. Yeah. <laughs> I was also gonna add with the baggage part, like don't be scared of carrying your bags around. Yeah, because it is just a part of your life story as well. So like, yeah, don't feel like it doesn't mean you're not gonna be able to engage in another situation or the, another. You know what I mean? Like, mm. I mm. believe that there is always people, not just someone, I'm not the someone person, but there are people out there in the world that can look at you within the context of the bags that you're bringing and still be able to navigate the situation with that. Because I look at life as every different, like every situation you're in, so many different things keep getting added to the painting, but the painting ultimately still gets created beautifully at the end, right? Well, you'd hope that's what this new person is providing for them, you know? You know, and they also need to assess that. Yeah, Yeah, they also need to assess if this individual can 
you know, look at them with the context yeah. of that as well. And you kind of have to provide them with that too, of as course. opposed to hiding that. You know, I mean, conversation is beautiful, but is it because they don't know about any of that other stuff? Well, and baggage, if you think of baggage, right, it's like you're not the only one bringing it. And I, I talk right. about that in terms of a closet, right? So you have your baggage that you bring, they have baggage that they bring, and you have a shared closet of that of that baggage, right? So in the stuff that you share in a relationship and there's things that is your own responsibility to deal with. And I think when, and I say it not so eloquently, uh, <laughs> in therapy, I was like, there's your shit, there's their shit, <laughs> and there's your shared shit. And that's why, you know, Noor had the entrance for the... <laughs> it's like, what happens if I what shit? Drink or less? And, uh, is it mine it or is it all metaphorical language. <laughs> yeah, and like there's... Like, well, how much of that is yours and, like, and how much of it is your shared stuff, right? And I believe it's your responsibility as an individual to take care of your shit and it's your responsibility as a couple to take care of your shared shit, right? So it's kind of like baggage is not a bad thing. Baggage can be the good things that you have and also... together. Yeah, so it's not necessarily you, negative. Yeah. I do think, though, if you are, like, hiding something, I think you just... Just to hold yourself accountable at least. It's like ask yourself if you'd be comfortable with if you found out that they were talking yeah. to someone as well. Because if you're not, then I think you should cut it out. If you don't actually, if you realize you actually wouldn't care if your partner was talking to someone else, that's a good sign to leave yeah. as well. Because clearly you're just you're over it. Yeah. That's fine. And what your reason for hiding is, like is, is hiding because I don't want to talk about this situation, yeah. is hiding because I'm genuinely avoiding the issue is what what are your motivations behind your behavior and um and unpacking that because I think yeah hundred percent yeah there are two more yeah right. there's a lot more don't worry I want to no. do two I'm more I feel like I get need home it. tomorrow anyway <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure if you get just just a side note right home, <laughs> <laughs> like when I'm not gonna I'm not gonna blow up your spot like this right but when they told me the suburb for this the only time I've ever heard this name is in a Julia Roberts film that oh, came yeah, out in yeah, the yeah. 1999 <laughs> <laughs> like, I've never heard of this suburb before my the, the first suburb. word that I ever like, every oh, time I heard no. this was in a film <laughs> by Julia Roberts so I just want you to know <laughs> Like yeah, a mission, uh, mission it's a mission and a half to get and here. That's why I asked you, you. Are you sure you want to answer truthfully about how much time do you have? Because you still gotta. I'm mm. still arriving tomorrow, regardless. Yeah, right? aye, aye, aye. Um, there's one I want to. I feel like I need to do this person justice because they've sent it to us, but it is a bit um, lengthy. No, there's a lengthy one. There's a light one, and then there's one that's a bit more probably triggering. So I might have to like warning. Yeah. And all that type of stuff. Do so the light one and then do the lengthy one. Yeah. And then put the triggering one at the end. And, and then, then that like way you can edit it out if it's not right. smart. Yeah. Just se separate them so For that. Sure. All right. Light one. I'll tell you if it's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> all right. This is a light one. How do I get over the ick of the thought of someone loving me? It's the reason why I've never been in a relationship because I struggle with the concept of someone loving me because I don't see myself as someone that can be loved. Maybe. Oh. So I guess we all are aware of that. Yeah. yeah. So get over you the ick of someone loving me. It's the reason why I've never been in a relationship. It's struggle not a, with it's that, not struggle an with that concept. Yeah, yeah that's why I was wondering that, that they ick. use that term. It's, yeah, uh, self-referral. Uh, mm, mm, mm. <laughs> you're lovable. I think, yeah, I think you're lovable. You deserve love. Um, from the minute that you were born, you've deserved love. Um, and unpacking why you feel that way is hard. We've all been there and it's not something that – it's a universal experience that a lot of people have had. So 
it's not an ick. It's something that you can actually address and you can address it in a safe way. It doesn't have to be with a therapist. It can be with someone that you feel comfortable with. But I think it goes a lot further than it just being I'm unlovable. I think there's things that we get told in life about how we look, how we are, whether it's our childhood, whether it's our adulthood. And part of therapy or part of the way we do therapy at Polar Practice is unpacking what is like the socialization that we've experienced and the impact of that and what is it who we are at the core and a hundred percent all the time we're always lovable there's never a, a situation where someone has never deserved love that was beautifully said yeah. to be honest with kind of anything else like that, that, was, <laughs> that, that was beautiful <laughs> so no smiling there in the corner yeah no, no, I, 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 I did like, so I, Jeffrey like, Dahmer honest, what do you I think, think <laughs> yeah no, no, like, what no. if this is someone that's done a lot of horrible things and now they feel unlovable because of all their mistakes this and, and the question isn't like the question is: Do are, yeah. are they deserving? Oh yeah, love? I don't want to yeah, add yeah, to yeah, yeah. Deserve yeah. Love. Everyone deserves love. They're, they're deserving of love, and I think what saddens me the most, and part of why I do this work, is because of that they miss out on things. I'm not deserving of love, so I won't love myself. I won't do these things for myself. I won't engage with someone else in that way. I won't have opportunities for myself because I am not deserving of that. And that goes so far beyond an ick. It goes from the, the quality of your life. It's how you put yourself in situations. Yeah. It's, it's, it, it's, it's so deep. So I think like having someone to hold your hand through that, to me, that's what therapy is. It's to hold your hand and to experience that. And, you know, yeah. That was a cute one. And do the lengthy one. Uh, yes, it's a serious situation. I was also gonna say, do I remember it? Yeah, no, I don't remember. Do we need to talk about your memory? We'll leave it. At <laughs> <laughs> we'll leave it at that. All right. <clears throat> I have a guy. It's an entanglement. Well, let the, uh, by the way, it's very long, guys. Okay, so if it's long, I'm gonna write notes. <laughs> yeah, actually, might have everyone, 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 everyone. Yeah, actually, might have. Right, okay, okay, notes. All right, so send it into the chat or something. <laughs> I have a guy. Yeah. It's an entanglement. Well, let me say we agreed to be friends with benefits. So we've been seeing each other like at least once a week at times twice or thrice since last year, like every single week except a few of them. Mm -hmm. I've started to develop feelings for this guy, but every time I try to bring around the topic, I just have an ego and won't tell him. However, during a conversation, he mentioned that he has no feelings for me. I want him, but there are so many other factors that will not allow us to have a thing. So the question is... Should I keep on doing what I'm doing for the rest of the year because I love his company and it's a distraction from all the work I do? It's an important year for me. Then next year when I have time, hopefully I can go out and find someone who actually wants me. Or should I leave him, which will make me feel lonely because I won't have a good relationship? Or am I just being dumb and just need to go? But like also he's a good guy. And then they send another one. Girl from entanglement relationship again. Sorry, <laughs> I'm using you all for this. Uh, it's just that I want to talk to someone about it, but like I kind of feel ashamed to talk to my friends because I look dumb and no one can judge me because they don't know me. Instead, they can judge my actions. Oh, that was just a reference. Yep. So we didn't add any further context to the situation. But at least we know they can't talk to their friends. About so it. let's revise. What's the question? So entanglement, right? Yeah. Um, they've agreed to be friends with benefits. Been doing that for a minute now. Um, mm -hmm. Every time this individual actually wants to take it, like the, the girl who sent it in actually wants to take it further. Um, an ego comes around and says, okay, maybe let me not. I don't, I don't want to do that. I don't want to embarrass myself about that. 
but then also he's expressed. He's actually no also expressed. <laughs> I don't have any interest um, in you know in a relationship. But there are also apparently many other factors that won't allow them to have a thing. Also, um, she's also mentioned this is a busy year for her, so she can focus on trying to find someone else next year and just enjoy the company for now. Or she could cut him loose now and be lonely, um, and then I guess yeah, miss out on the opportunity. Ooh. That is tough. So tough. what should I do? I mean, she could go either way. I mean, of mm. course. No, no, no. no. Like I love to know all the ways. Well, worst, th- worst therapist in the world. Gotta start lying. Yep. Tell us all the ways. If she keeps the company, yeah. she's risking diving even deeper mm. emotionally. Yeah. Emotionally, yeah, emotionally on her end. Yeah, on yeah. her end. Right. Or being hurt. If yeah, she gets hurt rid of sure. it, though, she risks having to deal with the heartbreak this year in a busy year. She's pretty bad. Which can be pretty bad. Yeah. Yes, it can derail you, but I wonder <laughs> if you're better off with because. Okay, do you deal with the uh, infection now, or do you deal with it later? I agree. The inevitable. If it's inevitable, you know, if it's bro, an inevitable just, that you get think it done as soon as possible. they said, there's so many other factors that means that they can't have a thing. So you already know that in your mind. I mean, the main thing as well is he doesn't want a relationship yeah, with her too. So that, yeah. regardless. So the main point is like, do I want to deal with the pain of that? right now in a busy year or deal with it later. I want to have more time to deal with Maybe the pain. Maybe that is what the question really is. Mm. Rephrasing. Do that. I want to break up now or do I want to break up later? Yeah, I mean, they up, said it themso- this, they essentially said it themselves, do I, I have more time yeah. to deal with it at, Which in the future? Which one can you do? Yeah. Which one can you do? Explain. Because I don't know if it doesn't sound like you can do the first thing. The, okay. the idea of like, let me stay with this person knowing good and well they don't want to be with me outside of the parameters of what we've established, yeah. which is, you know, this is a friends with benefits situation that I agreed to. He only wants you for your cooch. Oh, and you only wanted him for that as well, right? Yeah. So cooch. this was like, yeah, yeah. So can you handle that? Because it sounds like you feel a way, as you deserve to. Like, mm. you know, you're, you're allowed to have your feelings about it. Um, and it's impacting you. So I would be like, okay, well, the first thing they're asking, can you stay? Can you stay another year? Because it's yeah. sounding like you can't. Yeah. Uh, why are you smiling? Because I'm like, I want to. This this can have a problem for this person though, because I'm like. Also, I know some guys. Would just say no, no way, I don't want that. Mm-hmm. But then also low key, want that. What? Like oh, I, would, I would never go for you. Are no, you saying no, no. his feelings will develop on his? No, 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 no. I'm saying <laughs> you, say you can change. Are we, are we doing a previous podcast episode? Should no, I no, no. I'm can just I like change <laughs> him? I can I can no, no, impossible. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just. No, you can't. The changing thing. That's a never. That's a uh, losing battle. I'm just like, could he be disguising true feelings as well? Can we say that's a potential? I, I always like to look at what I have yeah. instead of you trying have to, to deal with the facts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What you have in front of right. you is you have someone who has entered the relationship in a particular way that they both consented to and the feelings changed. And this person did a really great job of being like, hey, my feelings changed, it's kind of good. The person's like, yeah, nah, no, not, not reciprocating. <laughs> and she felt a way about it as you can and as you are allowed to and now feels, I don't know who to talk to about that, right? And I think to me that's already telling me that it's already something that's too much for you. Yeah. And it would be too much for anyone, right? To, to, to know this is not something that w- the other person wants to continue. Um, can it, Then the other part of it was, can I, should I stop because I've got lo- work-life balance, yeah. da, la, la, all this kind of stuff. Sounds like it's already impacting those things anyway, yeah, right? That, uh, messaging on a, 
anonymous podcast, yeah, right? Yeah. You can't talk to your friends. Yeah. This is something that's keep being kept kept in secret. So I, I I feel like there's a bit of a delusion as to the the level of impact that this yeah. is already having on yeah, you, yeah. right? Um, so I th- not I'm not saying this person del- is deluded, but I'm just saying like let let's like look at probably looked at it. Yeah, yeah. like what I, is it doing to you? It's right clearly now. affecting yeah. you, and I, you're you're allowed to be affected by it. So the question I would be having um, is what can you withstand? Because it doesn't seem like you can withstand being with this person and it seems like it's already impacting your life and you're moving away. So it doesn't have to be this like clear-cut thing, but can you transition out? Can you? Can it be something that you're like, okay, this person doesn't want me and I know that this is going to hurt me um, and until I figure it out, until I, I would say get a therapist, get some support around it because that's a, someone that's outside of your, your friends, outside of your family, Who's not looking at you in that way? They're looking at the, the situation, and you build a relationship through that, so that you can do this in a more personal way. Um, this is a side conversation. This is not necessarily the thing that this person is presenting with, but I'm always curious. <laughs> that word is specifically for you, but I'm always <laughs> I'm always curious um, when people enter particular relationships because there's a safety in friends with benefits, right? You. Ca- um, there's a you know the parameters of that relationship and you know that you, you emotionally won't get hurt in a particular way um, and sometimes people choose relationships that then they know that they um, will end in a particular way because I know I'm more familiar with things ending badly or ending in this way than the hope yeah right and the of un- a, yeah. yeah of a it's different pathway right because right. that's scary that's something i don't know but i know this mm-hmm. and the thing that um that the person mentioned about the ego and all that kind of stuff because that's the like oh if i actually really say how i feel i'm gonna get get hurt and i don't know if i'm a bit fragile around that or a bit vulnerable around that so i would be curious around is are, are these the actual types of relationship that you want because um, it's okay for it to change because once you know someone, there are tons of people who've had open relationships and they've closed them, who have had friends with benefits, now they become no longer friends, they become like a, an official relationship or they digress from official to friends with benefits and that's okay. Um, but I would I would be uh, curious about kind of what were your intentions around that relationship and, and it's okay if it's changed, but is this a pattern? How is it happening? Why is it happening in that way? What about this feels familiar, and why? Why can't you disclose with your friends what, what's happening for you that you can't engage with? Is it a thing about your friends? Is it a thing about how you feel about it, and and the uncertainty around it? Because that's what it sounded like. Um, and it's okay if you haven't got that, but you need to find a substitute for it. So if you can't yeah. talk to your friends or you can't talk to your family, there needs to be some. There needs to be a place to air it out yeah. because the we therapist is not always available on, on the, the podcast, podcast, right? Yeah, that's what I was about to say. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine we did this one ISO. Damn, that would have been. <laughs> we wow. did that on our one. When I tell you, during ISO, we were so like every therapist was burned out. Like yeah. we were seeing clients. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Damn. Oh, I reckon just break up with them too. I was gonna say. I, I, I mean, think that's actually. I mean, the best, they've, the they've also said this themselves. Like, there's other factors that will not allow us to have yes, a thing. I, and I'm like, maybe look at those factors and understand. Is that very, very um, writings on the wall? The, yes. You know what I'm saying? That's, yeah. that's yeah. Really <laughs> man. Is that very paramount? Or there's a better word. Couldn't find it. <laughs> <laughs> I found it for you. Writings on the wall. We're just gonna leave it at that. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm scared of the battery. Not battery. The space for our recording. 
Should be fine. Because I was going to do one and then that and then the final one. No, just do the final one. Just, just, do, just do it. If it's a small one, just do it. Okay. Small one, how, to, how, do I get, how do I get over awkward social interactions? Uh, multiple ways. Right. Um, slow exposure. Slow exposure? Yep. So, like, what is the social interaction? Like, understand what is the thing that's causing you to feel uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Um, so, is it social interactions face-to-face? Is it social interactions with people you don't know? Is it big groups? Like, fig- understand what it is and what it brings up for you. And uh, if it's something that you wish to continue, like, hey, I want to be really good at public speaking or I want to be able to do this, you know, in a public forum or so, whatever the thing is, um, make small steps towards that. Um, I think that's the easiest like way to one. unpack that. Mm. Yeah, that's a nice one actually. Slow exposure. Yeah, yeah. Understand the issue. Yeah. Understand how you feel about it, and then slow exposure. I like that. I'm, all, I'm just wondering, yeah, this awkward social interaction sounds good because a scenario came to my mind of like. Yeah. I love scenarios. Yeah, because <laughs> it's like let's say, you. <laughs> <laughs> You want to become of a yeah, he's certain. laughing at a joke that he's going to And you watch us not laugh. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's not a funny. It's not a joke. It wasn't even funny. It's not a joke. But it's just a funny. It's, I got secondhand embarrassment of thinking about this hypothetical person. Wow. So You're like, shaming that person's God. experience. Already. This, no, this is that I've just created. So you want to be of a certain echelon and mm-hmm. a certain category of individuals that you hang around. Echelon. Right? echelon. A great word. I found a good word. <laughs> So you want to be of a certain, An you know, I mean, prestige. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, so you're trying to engage in more circles with these types of individuals, mm-hmm. right? But every time you go there, you make a big fool of yourself. You don't say the right things. You're not a, you're not aware of the the terminologies, the colloquialisms. There's another good word for all of you as well. Um, you just the jargon. Ch- okay, no, not jargon. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you're just making a fool of yourself in these situations, and they're becoming very awkward social interactions. Or mm. let's say it might be that you are with someone or friends with people who their family are maybe of a certain prestige mm. as well. Mm. And every time you're in that situation, it's a awkward encounters, etc., etc. Et or yeah, just awkward social encounters. Mm. Is the same thing there a slow exposure, or how could someone kind of navigate that kind of a situation? They're, they're not saying the right words, is that what you're saying? Yeah, what, what's happening mm. to them, I think, is the curious, yeah. yeah. They say, everyone's laughing, kicking. They make the joke. Because I've, I've said something that was uh, inappropriate or didn't make sense. It, it, or just, it wasn't. Just it just wasn't. Yeah, it just wasn't of the same. And, and, does, the, and does the person do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, the room was not being read. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Does the person do that in other s- situations? In other situations, more similar to their own um, settings, they're like fine. A, yeah, different. Yeah, so they they they're reading the room a lot better. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Or they're able to um, provide feedback in a way that makes sense, right? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. So I'll be saying, I'll be exploring the distress because clearly there's an association between the distress that you feel, mm. and so the, it's not necessarily an exposure issue, but it's what's happening internally for you in that time. Because clearly you can have, you can make that, uh, you can do it outside of that environment. So there's something about that environment that tr- triggers a particular response for you. So it's understanding what that trigger is, where the roots of that are, and what happens for you from that. And then once, this is what a therapist does, once you understand all that, it's about how do I then, because ideally you would want to be able to continue if it's like in-laws or if it's a work mm-hmm. thing, to be able to continue on forward. So yeah. a practical example that I've had with people was like, okay, so is there particular dialogues that you that you can practice for, for you within yourself? Or is Just it is, is it like, so, so that's around like How the practical, <laughs> 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 my name is, 
So that's like a practical thing, right. but I think there's there's another part of it that's like, how do I regulate myself to be okay in that? In because situation. there's there's an, a, an emotional response that's being elicited within your body that you that is not necessarily voluntary. Mm. Yeah. So it's about how do I go into a space where I am present and in that space, and also can I be okay with not being perfect in those spaces? Mm. Because a lot of the time people are not feeling okay in those spaces or I, f- I feel that I need to do the most and then while I'm doing the most, mm. I'm, I, I actually do the most. I look at <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like, wow, I actually, I actually yeah, did yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I actually did it, I did it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like it, but I'm going to do it again. <laughs> right? So it's like, wh- why it's do you need to do that? You know? Yeah. So yeah. figuring out the motivations behind it and kind of like, okay, what is purposeful, what's not purposeful, especially if this is your, you know, in-laws or this, uh, yeah. I like that last one you said because that's the mentality I've had when it comes to situations. It's like yeah. just don't care about what they think of you, but not in a negative way. But it's but it's more articulating what you've said in terms of like, I'm um, sorry, how did you say it again? Being being comfortable with yeah, um, how you are present in that uh, space yeah. and how you occupy and not trying space. To be perfect. Yeah, so yeah, some yeah. people like, oh, I have a stutter. I really struggle. I don't want to have a stutter. I'm like, okay, then what, what's the issue with your stutter? Oh, I'm stuttering. Well, I can hear you. I can understand yeah. you. So do you have more of a problem with your own stutter than someone else does with your stutter, right? And it's like how I view myself in this space. Yeah. So a lot of the things that therapists do is they kind of look at, that's why we're so curious, right? We're looking at everything. We're looking at what the other person is seeing, yeah. what you're seeing, what you're thinking, what's kind of what's happening, how you're feeling, yeah. and trying to make sense of it in that space. I was just going to add, because I feel like I kind of relate to this person's dilemma when we first (laughs) maybe when we first started like doing podcasting and going into these social events like everyone wants to chat everyone wants to find out what you do who you are where you come from and stuff and for me I was like coming into the podcast I wasn't always a talkative person I'm still kind of slowly getting Mm. out of that and something that I had to learn was like because every time we'd go to these events, I'd be like, okay, I'd carry on my shoulder the fact that I have to go in with topics to talk about or I have to go in with responses yeah. or I have to know, you know, how to answer this question or like even just the the idea of there being an awkward silence. I was like, it just makes me feel so uncomfortable. And I feel like that's something that I'm having to learn about. It's like, okay, if it's awkward, it's awkward for both of us. I'm not the only one who's standing there feeling awkward about it, you know. So I don't know, maybe that's how they feel in terms of like, how do I navigate that? Where it's like, okay, we're standing there. Well, you said something. You? How, how have you? Because you've been. I feel like I'm still trying to learn. So, but like, clearly something's happened, right? That's mm. you just said. Oh, I'm getting oh, better I just at tag it. Along with these guys, I walk because they talk. So, yeah. <laughs> I'm usually like, you know, just tagging along, and they'll be chatting and stuff. But I think well, once that's how you dealt with it. That's right? how I dealt with so it. So you yeah. utilize the people around, around you, me, yeah, for sure, uh, in a way to like. Support your social battery, right? <laughs> so you're, you're using <laughs> us. Yeah. That's why you're so hanging around. Util- I said utilize, <laughs> not use. Yeah, ah, come on, thesaurus. Bring me the words around. I don't know, I don't know. Politician. Don't you know what therapists are? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But see, you clearly found a way to, because you are still present and available yeah. and all that kind of stuff, but you figured out, okay, so... I can, you know, when I'm not feeling the best, I can utilize the people around yep, yep, me. Yep. But now also engage in it in a particular way. Yep. And then you might have boundaries around, okay, these are the things I am going to discuss mm-hmm. and then the things I won't. And I have an emotional load that I that I know where that's at. You've done so much labor before you've gotten up to that space mm. to be able to do what you're doing professionally yep. and to do it well. And I think that's part of it part of being able to occupy these spaces is that i need to figure out all these things before i get here and no one sees that mm-hmm. all anyone sees is just me and the little short clips right <laughs> yeah so it, it, mm. to me it's a testament of like um 
how you've been able to overcome mm. things that are part of the job, but you don't necessarily, it's not your favourite part of the yeah, job. Yeah. And, you know, yeah, you've done really well. Good so job, Mara. Yeah. It's not about me, guys. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> My head off it is now. <laughs> All right. And last one. Last one. Let us know if it's, you know what I mean? This is, like, this episode doesn't feel long, but it's been long. Yeah. 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 And I was here this super early hours. Yeah. That was the funniest part. Seven. Today or yesterday, I was like, Oh wow, we actually haven't done a super long episode. And yeah. I was like, oh, our sweet sword has been between hour 15 to hour and a half. This might be the second longest. You guys don't want to know what this three is. Three hours, I know. No, wow. no, I don't think it's three. I think we started at 7.15, 7.18. Yeah. It's a number. I'll send, you know. I'll send you an invoice. I think, <laughs> I, I, I think this might be the second longest episode. But like, of course, it. we spend them long, like a long time talking to the therapist. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Normally, they kick you out and they say, yeah. hey, it's been <laughs> Yeah, I got it. Whereas I'm like, problems always. All right. The man I love is getting drunk and beca- sorry, yeah, I should definitely say like this is trigger warning if we end up like keeping it in for sure. Yeah. Um, but the man I love is getting drunk and becoming abusive, punching holes on walls and laying his hands on me. When he's sober, he's the best blessing I've received. I don't know what to do. I have hopes he's going to change, but I can't trust it won't happen in the future. I'm at a point in my life where I want to settle down and I don't want to do it with anyone who isn't him. I don't know if it's worth the risk. This is just a phrase that like I like is you cannot partner with potential. You have to partner with patterns. And this is a very bad pattern. And this is not something like you're saying this is the like perfect man on his best day. But that is not the best man that could come your way if that is part of the package. Mm. So I definitely think this is not something you should be part of. Hmm. Anyone going with anything else? I agree with no. I just want to do it so it's like people show you the best days, the worst days, mm-hmm. right? And that's what you're kind of accepting, you know. You kind of have to be okay with the best days and also okay on, you know, someone's worst days as well. And if this is what they are on the worst day, then it's not worth it. It's also one of those where it's like if <coughs> the individual is not willing to accept or take accountability for actions, like if you're bringing it up of like, let's say you even say something like, because the, the problem that they're saying here is about getting drunk and becoming abusive, mm-hmm. right? That is, I guess, uh, uh, not the not the basis of the problem. There's a lot more below that, but it is definitely a catalyst that leads to a lot of the situations that they're seeing. I would say if that person is not willing to take accountability of those actions, or, or if we converse about can we reduce the, um, the you know, the drinking or taking steps toward, like if there's no remorse or no, um, like, option to try to, um, I guess, progress towards better outcomes, if that individual is not willing to, like, do that, then you're actually not with someone who is wishing for the best for you. Because if, I guess... From my opinion, if someone is willing or if someone understands the hurt they're inflicting on you and from a point of love doesn't want to like, I guess, change that for the sake of your safety and for the sake of the love that you're experiencing together, then that individual is not having your best interests at heart. Or they have more things that they need to deal with further within them that is clouding, I guess, some of the best interests that they would. Because it says on a good day is the best blessing I've received. But I guess you're right. It's not potential is not enough to carry on a relationship within that setting. But that's my two I th- You also do have to think like, like if you see this trend, like he's willing to put hands on you, he will put hands on the kids, he will put all that kind of stuff, right? And obviously you don't want to speak that over someone's life. Hopefully he can change all this kind of stuff. But like Carl said, you've got to be willing to commit for the worst days as well when it comes to a long-term thing. And if those are the worst days, like you don't want to put children through that. You don't want to put yourself through that anymore. Like, yeah, I don't know. 
But I think everything needs to be dealt with within safety. Can you obviously. read the the back half of the back half? I don't know what to do. I have hopes he's going to change, but I can't trust it won't happen in the future. I'm at a point in my life where I want to settle down and I don't want to do it with anyone who isn't him. I don't know if it's worth the risk. So I think that I don't want to do it with anyone who isn't him is also kind of a so curious aspect too. Yeah. Um I would say anytime that love is causing us to be hurt and abused and our well-being and safety is at play is when we need to start considering is this love something that I should be in. Now, I I respect every person's right to choose to be with someone even if it's that person is the person that abuses them. And I also acknowledge the fact that leaving a violent relationship is the highest risk for people to experience abuse. Um, and when this person is saying, is it worth the risk? It could mean a lot of different things. Yeah, right. And it right. could literally risks, you could right. risk your life to leave. Um, and sometimes it's me surviving, even if it means I'm surviving in a, um, an abusive relationship is better than me being dead. Cause that's, the level of risk that we're talking about. Um, I would say that, you know, you are deserving of love. Um, and this relationships that have this level of abuse are known to have patterns of abuse, in not in the way that Nur was talking about, but more in that um, it can make you feel like this is all I deserve and this is all I'm going to get. Because there are pockets within that relationship where it feels amazing, and it it's it only feels that amazing because of the harm is so high, right? So if if this person is hurting you in such an extreme way, any pocket of kindness and any pocket of um, love or love bombing um, makes you stay. And that is what sits at the bottom of abuse. It's power, it's manipulation. Um, and part of that is like, oh, I will stay because there's, this, there's something worth fighting for. Now, I would say it's your choice um, about what you want to do and how you want to do it. But you're not alone in your choice. And you know what is the safest thing for you to do in those spaces. Um, there is access um, 1-800-RESPECT is a good number um, depending on what you want to do and how you want to go about it. Um, and I'd say if you are at risk, if you're worried that harm is going to happen towards you or if you're uncertain, speak to someone else about it privately, discreetly to map out what is the best options for me. It doesn't have to be, if you don't feel comfortable with a friend or a family member, there is support out there. Um, whether that support is just a conversation, whether you need to go somewhere um, to crash. Um, I have supported women countless times, or everyone countless times, in exiting, and it is a plan. It's not something that we just do. Um, it is a strategic approach of how do, I, how do I ensure the highest level of safety. So it's a lot around harm minimization, and it looks different for everyone. And when you are in a particular situation and you are literally fighting for your life in a space, you can't think 
far ahead. All you can see is what's in front of you because that is the nature of survival. I'm not thinking about if the axe murderer is going to follow me all the way back to Melton. I'm thinking about how do I leave this moment of unsafety. Um, so I would say I'm so proud of you that you've reached out, that you've used an anonymous service. I think it's a reflection of the connection that you guys have with your audience and the fact that you are considering doing something for yourself and you're considering your well-being in this um, and it's not a commentary whether or not you should stay or leave with this person. Um, I would say if, you know, that step in itself is huge and I think we're all proud of you for doing that and I would say you can continue similar to the exposure thing you can continue with with those steps and speak with someone about it um with the crisis service around it and you don't need to make a decision you don't need to have a full-blown plan but I think starting those conversations is a baby step and you know you, you are deserving of safety you are deserving of not having to be worried about what happens next and you are deserving of a future where you are loved and you are safe. And I think as someone who has survived that already, you already clearly care about where you are. Um, and figuring out how to move forward is something that you have the capacity to do because um, you've done it now. And I think, you know, we'll chuck on some numbers at the bottom of this and how to reach out and all that kind of stuff. But definitely, um, yeah, all the above. <laughs> That's why I said like <laughs> if we're gonna do it, we have to do it properly. <laughs> yeah. I think do it properly. I mean, I looked at it, I was like, we are the person the service of actually reading that out because one, it's real life and their experience, but also they've actually taken a step to bring it to this type of a forum yeah. and a platform. And when other when else are they gonna actually have someone like a yeah. James, I guess speak on it? Yeah. So I really hope that that does provide some kind of a um, you know. Yeah. Uh, insight into the steps forward, but the safely aspect is definitely the you know, and the planned aspect of it is, yeah. is a big part for sure. Yeah. yeah, I think so, and I think yeah, questions like that make us reflect. Hundred percent. Um, I had a question for you guys, oh, or a few questions. You know me <laughs> and my problems. <laughs> um, a, have you guys gone to therapy? And B, why haven't you? <laughs> <laughs> You actually answered this question for me already in what you okay. said. Yeah, yeah. Because you mentioned something Everybody. about well, can we mention Jesus as uh, and you know, like priests mm. being prophets to people and Jesus back mm. then for mm. other people. Mm. Mm. You mentioned how some people the 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 um the therapy that they get is from those kind of individuals. But some it might be through the community that they're mm. around and stuff like that. My answer is is that not because I'm against therapy or anything like that. Like talking to you right now, if this is what therapy is, you know, you may catch me tomorrow. Yeah, that, <laughs> I'm gonna be there. But, but this is what it is yeah. like, right? like yeah. that direct conversation. But this is also culturally responsive therapy, which is right. yeah. putting your okay, identity, okay, okay. your faith, your yeah. all the parts that make you you. In the context of why yeah, you for are. Sure. I'll talk about that a little bit later because <laughs> yeah. that's promo for me. But anyway. But like, yeah, I think um, that's why there hasn't been a point where I've come to like, I need to go to a therapist because unknowingly, I'm having that therapy with the people around me. Mm -hmm. And I'm, ve I'm a very big advocate of like, if I can't have real conversation with my friends, I actually don't need those people in my life. Mm -hmm. Like, mm -hmm. I need to be able to yeah. talk about these real mm -hmm. raw things 
and then we can like work through that. I mean, like, and sometimes not even because I need to hear any opinion, mm. just to be able to have that. Like yeah. some people that I know are trusting of, you know, that I can trust in that. So well. I'm hearing you've got a community, literally, like in terms of like uh, um, your religion and your faith, and then listening to previous podcasts. A, a strong family kind of that you yeah. can r- r- connect yeah. to and then like friends and, and then obviously people. also you know i was gonna get there okay, like right, <laughs> right, right. friends and then you've got a partner as yeah. well so you've you've been able to kind of you know get free therapy off of a little bit of everything <laughs> <laughs> so that's my that's yeah, what, yeah. Uh, she made a referral man. <laughs> 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 she's like look it Your keeps <laughs> yeah. yeah so please uh, yeah. she's had enough yeah. <laughs> I, I think in saying that I also acknowledge that you can't dump that on everyone or expect yeah, everyone to yeah. deal with that for you but, but you've got I've multiple right yeah but it's I've a little bit like <laughs> 10%, But yeah, I've been blessed with people around me that one uh, are able to yeah. take that, but also many people as well. So yeah, it is, yeah. I guess, divvied up. Yeah. But yeah, people that can take it as well, ultimately. Yep. You know? So that's why I haven't been into therapy yep. just yet. Who's next? For me, it's legit the same as Daniel's as well. I don't, I, even these guys can testify to this as well. Like a couple of months ago, man was going through something. Like, I actually told these guys, and we just prayed about it. They gave me good advice. And that was the last time, like, that, that advice. I already said thank you. I don't need to tell you. Said thank you I don't remember saying But, thank yeah. I but definitely never said it. Nah, 100% <laughs> did. But for me, like, it stuck Group right hug. there. Like, <laughs> I love I got it. the advice I needed, and I was like, all right, cool. Um, I didn't need any further assistance. I think if I did, probably maybe therapy will kick in. Maybe. Mm. For sure. But I felt like every time I go mm. for an advice, I'd always get the answer right there and then. Yeah. Right? If it's friends, family. Church, it's never been community. too much. It's never, yeah, it's never been too much. Yeah, it's almost like kind of spread them around. That was also what I was going to say as well. I don't know if I've gone through anything to the extent yeah. where that couldn't I feel be helped. like that it couldn't be helped by the surroundings just yet. Right, kind of get that answer or that wisdom there mm-hmm. right yeah. there and then, right? Yeah, there's never been a point where I was like, okay, no, I'm still not satisfied. Oh, no, I don't think this is good advice. No, I mm. still don't know what to How do. But when you were younger, do you reckon there was a time that ish? Like, you know, we just raw dogged it and we kept going, right? But <laughs> 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 so we just keep going with this yeah, mental yeah, health thing. Yeah. But was there a time? Uh, no, that's another question. I will, we'll let you guys finish. But okay, like, okay, yeah. 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 Like, is there a time? Oh, I'll ask that later. Yeah, okay. okay. I feel like I definitely did need therapy. Um, because when, when I met him, I feel like uh, growing up, I had like just bottled everything, Mm. right? And then I got to a point where I was like, okay, this doesn't bother me anymore. Mm. And so moving forward, I was like, if I ever were to go to therapy, that means we have to backtrack. And now everything will, I mean, just, you know, family dynamics, Mm. you know, just situations that kind of like occur where you're like, okay, I can bottle this up because it's not like something that's going to affect how I'm living my life right now. But it's like, me at the state where I am right now, if I were to go back, I'm like, I'm just scared that now it's going to change me or change who I am. Where it's like, I feel like I've progressed and I've done a good job at getting at where I am. That if I go to therapy, it's like, yep, let's unpack what happened when you were seven. Let's unpack what happened when you were 12. And it's like, I've, I know it's not healthy as well to bottle things up. Definitely not. Because, mm-hmm. you know, someone can say something and then all of a sudden, like, everything comes up and you just, um, emotions take over. But yeah, for me, I think it's just more of the fact that, like, I'm just scared to kind of tap into those things that I believe I've put away and I've kind of dealt with. And so now if I go to therapy, it's like, oh, let's talk about your childhood. Mm, Yeah, I don't want to talk about that because I feel like I've dealt with it. But clearly I haven't because, you know, I'm, yeah. Mm. (laughs) I think it's more of the scared aspect in terms of like 
I've, you know, done so well to get here, but now if I go to therapy, I'm going to five steps back now. Unpack. You know, yeah. unpack it all and dissect Which is real. Like, I appreciate yeah. that. I really appreciate that because you figured out, like, you're like, yeah, life's given me problems, mm-hmm. right? I've had some problems mm-hmm. and I figured out a way to survive those problems in a way that made sense. Yep. That I'm okay mm-hmm. and I'm worried that, like, if I touch it and is it going to make more problems? Yeah. And I think that vulnerability is, I appreciate that vulnerability because I think that's a, a lot of people's fear, right? Because it's it's the unknown. Mm-hmm. It's like I know what to do yeah. with the things that I have and the tools that I have. Um, yeah. Is that okay? Um, if you're okay with it, it's okay. I think you need to come to a space for yourself where you're like, is this, am I okay with me just leaving it as it is? Mm. Um, and it could be a million and one reasons why you're like, not now. Could be a million and one. And I think that a majority of them are all valid. Mm. It could be, you know, uh, I don't have the time or it's actually not an issue for me right now. It's something that I want to be aware of. I found in the... Um, why people rock up is because it becomes there becomes a time when it, it's impacting your present. Mm. So it's like, oh, now I'm entering a relationship and this is impacting my new relationship. Or I'm about to have a kid and all my stuff around my parents is coming up for me again. Mm. Or I'm transitioning into this space and it's kind of impacting my present. So I think, I, I truly believe that people are, are really good at knowing when things are important for them. And if you've got the, the networks around you to be like, hey, I think you should listen, uh, maybe you should go, right? And you're willing to do that, I think that's fine. I don't think people should go when they're not ready. And a good therapist helps you. So for the concern that you had, um, if it's heavy stuff, a good therapist is able to help you hold that heaviness and pack it up and be like, all right, now I'll go back to work, right? So And be able to figure out ways for you to be able, because it shouldn't destabilise you. Therapy is hard, it's difficult, it's homework, but it shouldn't destabilise you. Yeah, right? So it should be able to, um, they should, your therapist should help you contain mm-hmm. and uh, therapy is triggering. So you also, part of the work that you need to do as a therapist is to be able to help contain and know that, hey, you might go after this and your memories might come up, what are you going to do? Because yeah. I'm not going to see you for three weeks yet, don't call me. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't pay so, me enough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, it's like I, I need to plan that with yeah, you. And, and, right. and you don't know what you don't know, but I know because I have the knowledge. So I need to know the first thing of um, trauma-based therapy um, or trauma-informed therapy is safety and stabilisation, right? I need to ensure that part of my duty cares when you leave, there's a level of holding that needs to happen. So when you go away that you can come back, yeah, you know, just going away and I never see you, right? So like there's, there needs to be okay for you to go away and come back. And a lot of the work that I do is around that first before it's like, so tell me all your problems right now then go away, you know? Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think hopefully that answers your fear around like my it's my yeah. job mm-hmm. to make sure that this is okay for you to go on afterwards. And so it's your job to be able to disclose those things. That's part of our relationship to figure out when, where, how, and what makes it that you can still go to work and still, you know, have your life. I should really like that. Because I was picturing like, imagine going for open heart surgery and the surgeon doesn't close you up. 
afterwards. Yeah. They performed a surgery yeah. or whatever. Yeah. You're good to go, man. You're like, I'm a bleeding heart, literally. <laughs> yeah, literally. Yeah. Like, well, what do you mean, Doc? Yeah, but yeah, yeah, I like that you put that about the unpacking, nice, but then being able to pack you back up to be able to perform. Yeah, you need yeah. to put your baggage back up because you no one's going to allow you all your clothes on the floor. Yeah, yeah? that's, that's, that's <laughs> But we need to see the clothes. Yeah. We need to put it back. I like that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I was going to say, we'll probably do you, and then that you asked the question about um, the childhood yeah, thing yeah, yeah. and then maybe talk a little bit about what you specifically do the self promo and then yeah. we've got to because I don't know if we've got enough space yeah. <laughs> it's not even a time it's the space the question is yeah. have you had therapy yeah, and why haven't you <laughs> <laughs> no I haven't um, I've considered it I actually want to say like you know oh same as Daniel because like, genuinely like my life is pretty good like, and not that that means you shouldn't go to therapy, but it's like I have a really good support system around me in every avenue of my life. So whether it's parents, whether it's sibling, whether it's friendship groups, um, yeah, I guess like pastoral care as well, relationship, everything. Like there's no one that I cannot talk to deeply and about every topic. Um, so it's like, like 98 Eight or nine nine percent of me is like, yeah, what Daniel said, what Carl said. Mm-hmm, but then there is mm-hmm. like a one two percent of like, there was a tough period, which mm-hmm. like sometimes I'm like, I want answers for it, mm-hmm. and I don't know if therapy would give me that, but at least it would give me a place to just rant, mm-hmm. if anything. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and so that, like that's the one, but it, I guess that's like the one two percent where it's like I relate with Mar, where it's like. If I do that, I have to think about this whole thing over again and I'm happy with where I'm at now. Mm. Like, yeah, having to deal with all that all over again is like... It wasn't enough of an incentive, yeah? Like yeah, the, like... The problem wasn't enough of an... Yeah, yeah. like I'd, I'm kind of happy on this path, you know, like keep going kind of thing. But I would never say no to it yeah. outright at all. Mm. Yeah, mm. like in terms of formal therapy, yeah. I find that the reason people come to therapy is not the reason why they stay, okay. right? So they usually come for a presenting issue. The la la. Of benefits become. <laughs> you talking about your personal experience? <laughs> 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 uh, interracial child. Um, so <laughs> Thanks, <laughs> 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 So recalling back to earlier no. episodes, people that went here. Um, the people, the reason why people come into therapy for me, it can be brief. It can be like, "Hey, this thing happened. Let's talk about it." Da, da, da. But for the those who stay for a little bit longer, it's a lot of people are like all of you guys who have tons of support and all that kind of stuff. But I think I didn't realize, or some people didn't realize, and I know for myself it was the same thing, how much particular parts of my behavior were ingrained into certain things, right? So, like for me, it was like I didn't realize that helping people being people pleasing was a thing until i started unpacking and i was like oh i'm doing this because of these things right like oh because i grew up in a particular environment maybe i was a sibling that had this or whatever reason and and, um i'm the person that the people come to for support i made a job now but if i really look at the roots of this it's because i grew up in, in a particular environment where my parents needed me and they were going through stuff and as an ethnic child i'm involved Right, so I'm fully there, right in the case, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm at the bank, everything, right? Yeah, yeah. And 
what that meant is that like I was involved in it, but also I did things to ensure that there was peace in the family or, the, you know, and that was cool once I knew it, but I, through therapy, I understood the impact of that. It meant that like, um, I grew resentful when people didn't recognize, like I did all this, to you didn't never once said nothing. And all of a sudden, randomly, I just cut someone off. Where did that come from? Why am I cutting someone? It's because I'm holding on to all this stuff, all the, the things I do, which means that I do things without asking for acknowledgement, which means I set up relationships with people that are unfair. Right? Yeah, right. So like the yeah, roots, yeah. like you see, like the, the thread that you keep yeah, pulling and like how it, uh, how I engage with, and not that that's completely changed my life, but it's made me be like, oh, okay, so when I'm engaging with someone, like is it because like in my head, I create a full scenario yeah? <laughs> where I'm the victim. Right? Yeah, <laughs> right? Yeah, right. When I really look at it, like uh, what, what's the extent of this impact of this one thing? Uh, it means that I never really truly told people how I feel about things. I was like, so how do you feel? And how do you feel? And how do you feel? Okay, I'm going to align my feelings in the middle of this. Right. And like, like, But why did I do that? So it came from this curiosity of like, oh, I kind of know. And then now I started pulling the thread of why I'm doing particular things. And some of it's like, yeah, I'm okay. I'm actually okay with that being the reason. I'm actually fine with that. But some of it's like, mm, I'm actually not because it's impacting me. And it's impacting my relationships and it's impacting the way I engage with an intimate partner or the way I engage in work. Um, so I want to be able to fix that or I just want to know why this is happening so I can feel a level of confidence that it doesn't necessarily have to be because of a mental illness or there's major problems in my life. It's being able to understand myself um, a, in a way that's not just a Google search but actually understand the the long-term impacts of these things and whether or not I'm okay with that. Because I might not be, and I might be, but I don't know until I explore, right? And there was a level of safety in that exploration because I had the time. Yeah. Yeah. I like that part, just understanding. Mm. Yeah. Even before understanding, just knowing. Just knowing. Just yeah. knowing, just I guess, is a very naming base it, aspect Naming it, right? Yeah, yeah, like yeah. being able to, oh, so that's what that, that oh, got you, got sense. you. Yeah. yeah. Don't even necessarily have to put a label on it. Yeah. As well, but yeah. just knowing that this thing is there or whatever, you know. Yeah. And then you can explore further how you want to explore yeah. further ultimately. Yeah. Let us know about polar practice though, because I yes. want to. Yeah, I think. Yeah. I don't know, because you had that question you wanted to ask us. No, we can. You guys can invite me another day. Yeah, I was. Because uh, <laughs> I actually really <laughs> like, <laughs> like that question. Yeah. Um, so maybe, yeah, do that because that's more important probably. Yeah. Um, for everyone that's yeah. listening and it can make it. <laughs> It'll make it in the cup. <laughs> yeah. uh, so just a little bit about the practice. Um, it's run by two African oh, women. Oh, just cut. No, I'm playing. I'm that wasn't even worth it. Really nah, it wasn't. So is he Will Smith and I'm Chris Brown? Or <laughs> no, Greg, Greg, Chris Rock. Oh, <laughs> you're Will Smith. Chris Brown, you just said The floor is back to me. Oh, wait, guys, we're taking up Chris's time. We're taking up Chris's time. Go, 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 go. Stirring the pot, Mr. Literally. Go, 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 go. So a practice run by two African women. It was originally founded by Nasa Lithia Namwinga, a lovely Zambian clinical psychologist. And I came in like a year later, so 2018, and I came in 2019. And we expanded it together. Um, and the, the premise behind it is creating uh, accessible and culturally safe spaces for people of marginalised identities, like exceptional mental health service, that also is culturally responsive. And what we mean by culturally responsive is that we, when we're understanding people's issues or problems or 
social issues, we're understanding how and why the person's experience relates to that, right? So what does it look like for a black woman to be talking about a particular situation? How much of that is, or the presentation is... got to do with her race, how much of it's got to do with her gender, her spirituality, because what we found is that an exa- a common example I use is experiences of racism. People would say, oh, you're just angry. Why don't you just, you know, you just need to calm down, you know? Be all right, mate? And it's <laughs> like, well, I present in this particular way because I it's in it's a situation which any normal person who is experiencing racism would be angry about this. So is it a, a, a normal response to an abnormal situation? Because I would say that's what it is. I'd say a lot of um, our parents' experiences of coming to this country in the various ways that they have, their responses to things make sense in given the, the context of their life and the context of how long they've been here, how many kids that they have, what's their situation have been. But a lot of the time in therapy and in, in the psychological space, the, the cohort that we're looking at is white men, right? Or like a US-centric perspective. So it's not including that. So if someone's disclosing, hey, I had dreams about my grandfather came to me and talked to me, da, 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 is that person delusional or is it in their culture? Like that's a, that's a meaningful thing for them to have a dream about a loved one that has meaning attached to that, right? So the, what we do is we, we don't want people to leave any parts of their identity in a, at the door, We want someone to bring their whole self here and then be able to have a therapist who brings their whole self in there, right? So you're getting me, right, in that space. Yes, I will be professional and all that, but you're still getting me with my experiences of who I am and I'm not leaving myself at the door and I don't want you to do the same thing too. And we do do it individually, like one-on-one counselling, but we also do it in a community space, whether that's volunteering group work all that kind of stuff but we also believe that some of these issues that we have are not individual failings they're actually systemic institutional failings that i can't therapy you out of experiencing bigotry right like i i can help you like manage it and like regulate yourself through it but like at the end of the day i can't you know I can't therapy you out of that, but what I can do is I can help create systemic change through the information I'm hearing in the space and whether it's advocating to um, institutions or organisations or working with them to create like culturally safe spaces or spaces um, that incorporate this experience so that, that the individual experience racism at the workplace, that that workplace can no longer be racist, right? So maybe then you wouldn't have to come to therapy about feeling like experiencing racism so that's kind of how we work. We work with the individual, the community and the system and we do that with diverse therapists. Yeah. I wow. Yeah. Am so I come book me, yeah? I don't remember why it was brought to my attention, but ages ago someone sent me, yeah, Paul practice yourself yeah. and someone else. I, I think it was when we were doing the online workshops, the online I think. Workshops, yeah. it was when we were doing online workshops during COVID. I forgot. Maybe we had we were advertising that we needed some mental health sessions Someone and things like that. Say, yeah. But yeah, like I remember it was brought to our attention. Like uh, there was one guy in particular sent like literally yourself and Nasalifia. Nasalifia, yeah. Um, yeah, and obviously Paul, like you know the, yeah. the organization. I was like, oh, okay, this is pretty dope. Like this is actually kind of a yeah. sick concept of like because yeah. I remember I think I even d- tried to dive further and ask, yeah, okay, who else of like you know yeah. um you know that can represent us is is in yeah. the space. 
it was very quiet at the time. You know, it was literally just yourself. Still is. Really, yeah, you know what I mean? And like, and that was that was yeah. all that was you know presented. I was like, oh wow. To run a so, workshop or something. Yeah, we do. We, we do have conversations yeah, after we'll, this. <laughs> but um, we'll book you in. <laughs> the wake up call is maybe. Therapy, yeah, man. No, yeah, I have many, but it's not worth it. <laughs> yeah, go to therapy, that's the way. Yeah. Therapy, man. Uh, well, where can yeah. they find you if they do want to get in contact? You, Polar Practice, uh, www.polarpractice.com.au, info at polarpractice.com.au. He's like, I swear, can you repeat one more time? I'm gonna write it down. Yes, I know it's not important. Um, not as awkward in social settings. Thank you for joining us. We've got all these therapists in the room. I've got a diagnosis over here. I'm packing over here. Wait, what are you doing right now? Just clapping and smiling. I told you, bro. This guy's two seconds from shitting his pants right now. He's doing it again. What's wrong with this guy? Anyway, he's wrapping up. Hey, thank you for joining us for another episode of Disruption Podcast. Next week is also going to be very good. I believe we got somebody on. I'm trying to remember if we do. Yeah, let's say we do. Make sure you like, comment, subscribe. Follow Polar Practice, follow us everywhere, and we'll catch you guys next week. Yeah. Bye. That's three hours. Wow.